What up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev on stage. And listen, all my people in Atlanta, I got big news for you. To kick off the holiday season, Walmart is going to be bringing the Ricky Smiley Morning Show to you live and direct this Friday, November 15th at the City Winery. And I've got tickets. I've got 50 passes for you and a guest to attend the live broadcast of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show this Friday from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the City Winery. There's going to be games prizes and a performance by Wale who has an amazing album out right now hit me up in the comments and tell me how you're kicking off the holiday season for a chance to win with the hashtag Walmart deal drop for your chance to win all you gotta do is be up in them comments man be up in them comments using the hashtag and you'll be in it for a chance to win and I want you to have a great time on me your boy Kev on stage alright and then with Bone I love Bone I love they had like the, I think they brought the melodic Ham rap. Ham bones, neck bones. Shut up. I mean, you, shut up. If you had a group, you'd be scone thugs and hard. <laughs> <laughs> so. Get your weekly dose of R&R, hey. What up? This is your boy Doughboy. And I'm Tim DeLaghetto. And this is another installment of Started Off to the Right. Righteous and Ratchet. We're in the building. Tim just pulled up and he has like 1,500 other shows that he's doing because he's famous. Yeah. What up, my man? What's up, man? Man, it's good to have you here, man. It's good to have you, Tim. If y'all don't know who this young man is, I met him long ago back in my... Wilding out day. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were about to dab on us. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so um, he's a cast member that I met uh, back on uh, Wilding Out. We've known each other for about five or six years now. And uh, I always go on record for saying he's one of the coolest people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. My brother, Tim Delaghetto. Tim. Oh, thank you, guys. Delaghetto. Tim you is that. Delaghetto's not your real last name. People are surprised by this. A lot of people are surprised by that. It's How not? do they not know that? That, that doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. It's not a real last name. Man. Look, what do you mean? Let me you tell you lied something. to me. Not, not only have people thought it was my real last name, it's it's been booked. People have booked plane tickets under oh, that. Are you name serious? Where I go to the airport, like ready to go to do a show or whatever, and then I take out my ID, I print the ticket, I'm like, oh. <laughs> what is a chaturangsu? I know it's so silly. It's a, and like you know, so a lot of like um Asians, like Filipinos, think I'm Filipino. So mm. like a dude, one time I was at a party, and dude was like Delgado, I knew <laughs> Filipino, right? I knew you were yeah, one of us, bro. Yeah, yeah. La raza. Yeah. <laughs> like eight more letters in Delgado than Delgado. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh and and now, you know, the problem is now um you know, of course, y'all know. I mean, you guys are, you know, we, you know, you guys know where it's from, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, yeah I the, thought everybody uh, course, knew that. No, I, but to be honest, I didn't know until I met you. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead, let the people. If know you don't know, the name <laughs> De La Ghetto, my stage name, comes from a, a, a old episode of The Fresh Prince from like the first first season, yeah. where mm-hmm. Will joins a poetry club to meet girls, mm-hmm. and then they have him recite a poem. He makes one up, and he's like, Ah, it's by Raphael De La Ghetto, you know, and so. <laughs> my 
mean, I, my whole thing was I felt like the Fresh Prince like raised me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then I also like I you know I was I was doing more of the rap stuff back then, so I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. De La Ghetto on on the Fresh Prince was like a street poet. Yeah, yeah, that would be my like my rap name, right? <laughs> Timothy De La Ghetto. Like, this is it, guys. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. The top. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I just started saying it in in freestyles and stuff because I used to just freestyle on YouTube like just off my webcam, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but what's crazy is now is like whenever people want to get mad at me online. They'll be like, okay, but he got a problematic name like De La Ghetto. Because uh, <laughs> they don't know it's just from the Fresh Prince. Wow. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, wow. They want to think they, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to really claim Ghetto as my, like, wow. you know. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's really an obscure thing. So you knew that off the rip that that was from the show? Yeah, well, I remember that. I remember that episode. That's a very, like, obscure thing about the Fresh Prince. If you're, if you're, a, if you're a fan of the Fresh Prince, like a fan fan. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know. Also, there's a reggaeton artist that goes by just De La Ghetto. Really? And like a lot of people, like a lot of reggaeton fans are like, oh, are you named after De La Ghetto, the reggaeton artist? I'm like, nah, actually, here's some facts for y'all. Fun facts. Um, so back when I kind of started first doing my thing on YouTube mm-hmm. and someone brought up the reggaeton artist, I was mm-hmm. like, so I looked it up and um, I saw an interview from De La Ghetto, the reggaeton artist, and he got his name from the Fresh Prince. Really? His it's real really name a- is Rafael. And he said, you know, when I was in school, they, my name is Rafael, so they called me Rafael De La Ghetto. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Who I knew? bet you, I wonder when they wrote that Fresh Prince episode, they're like, we're going to inspire nations. <laughs> nations <laughs> upon nations. He's popping though. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I ran into him at a, a Kevin Hart uh, show. You guys ever think about doing some collaborative things together? Yo, we, we brought it up. We brought it up. The like Delegato. Uh, yeah, yeah, get, get him a little track to just kind of <laughs> be like, oh my God, the two De La Ghettos are coming together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> worlds are colliding. <laughs> well, before we even move forward, we want to give a special shout out to our Patreon, The Right Pack. Right Pack is watching this live. Live on a Tuesday. Because they're not a bunch of broke boys. Yeah, so they're, they're watching <laughs> <laughs> ratchet.com. What do yes, they get, though? They get they get a bonus episode every week mm-hmm. for as low as five dollars a month, oh, and yeah. that'll get you. And then you get a bunch of like free stuff, some discounted stuff. We get stuff early. We drop content there early, so it's just a whole ordeal. You should definitely. It's a pull whole. Up. It's a whole budding it's community. Whole yes. Am I a bonus episode or am I? No, you're, you're the main. The, oh. You're the main, you're main episode. episode. But, the, but the Patreon, there. I'm in the comments right now. They're watching this right now. They're right. supposed to be at work. Are they what? at work? Nah, nope, not paying attention. <laughs> That's uh, what we're here for, guys. All right. So starting off, we just want to talk to you about a bunch of different things, but. First, I got to talk to you about something that has really chapped my hide. <laughs> this world is not good enough for Aubrey Graham Drake. Aww. Why would they boo this man? Boo this at man! Tyler, the Creator's Flognaw uh, <clears throat> Festival. They booed him. Did you see this online? Uh, of course I saw it. Of course I How saw it. How did you it. feel about the world is not good enough for Drake? I was, I was so upset. I was Red. so sad. But at the same time, I feel like. I, if I was Drake, you know, I I wouldn't have thought that, like, the Flogna audience would have, like, loved, I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't think they would boo I didn't think they would boo, but I also didn't think they would have, like, with open arms. Because they're such a, you know, underground, odd future, Mm, you know. But Tyler, the creator, is obviously not underground anymore. That man is a mainstream artist. He's a mainstream underground. He's at a festival. What other underground (laughs) artist has a festival? It's his festival, though. Yeah, but it's still a festival. They showed a eight clip years. of uh, everybody going crazy last year when when Pusha T came out. Right. Oh, oh really? Dev Jam uh, tweeted out a video of it. Man, they're so petty. Oh, oh they liked it. Oh, they are. Petty. Oh, they loved it. But also, so like is the- it because Drake represents mainstream exactly. that they don't like him? Yeah. Or is it because they thought they were getting Frank Ocean or a combination of both? I think it's both. Okay. 
Because I saw some people's stories who were there, and they were just like, Drake. Yeah. He represents the antithesis of what we're here, Tyler. I, I mean, exactly. Tyler Creator was, he was just like, <laughs> I love this song. Yeah. Well, he, that was a thing, too. That was one of the tweets. I was looking for the tweet, but I couldn't find it. Somebody was like, basically, that's what Tyler has represented his whole career is like going against the main mainstream artist, like kind of like his whole, what's the word? Personification? Persona- no, I think personification. You know, like that's kind of yeah, like yeah. his thing. And now he's like on the other side of it, and he got mad that they did what he probably easily would have done four or five years ago. Well, here's what I think it mm-hmm. is. Right, it's you know like it's like the whole Flogna vibe is like we are the kids that you know maybe got made fun of, you right? Know what I'm saying? And then the outcast, and this is a, yeah the outcast, and this is our thing to get together. And then you got Drake, who is like star athlete, he's of the, quarterback, of the <laughs> yeah. ah, he's a, that one dude from Euphoria. You seen Euphoria? Nah. What? I, I know, I know. I love, I love Zendaya. I love Zendaya. Dude, but. y'all stop what y'all are doing. <laughs> y'all are missing out on great teen drama. Is it a show or a movie? It's, it's a, a show. show. It's okay, Euphoria. Yeah, but okay. I mean, literally, Drake is the is the star quarterback. He's AC Slater. He's he's AC Slater. And Flogna is Screech's place to like. <laughs> wow, that is a great <laughs> analogy. That is exactly you know, what it is. That's a great analogy. Now no. Screech and them friends was like Slater. No wait, no, no, like no. giving them Drake, muggies and stuff. Drake isn't Slater. Drake is Zach Morris. Drake. Oh, oh yeah. the cool kid, the quintessential cool Morris. kid. Yeah, yes, but see, he took it so well. Like I felt, and that's why I really rock with Drake. He is a consummate professional. He sat there and got booed in front of a thousand people. He said, "I'm gonna ask your permission. Mm-hmm. Can I keep going? No, listen, no. He, he said, said, "I go by the name of Drake." <laughs> that is first year career. Like Bro. everyone knows you're Drake at Bro. this point. Also, but, okay, I, I made a point on Twitter. I was like, "Damn, he had to take it back to the opening <laughs> artist." <laughs> I go by Drake, but apparently he says that after every show. Oh, really? Right. That's yes. what somebody told me. And this, yeah. and this is this is how you know he a lot is of big the artists do just because it, it's it's actually like a moment for, to turn it over to the crowd for them to cheer super. Is loud. that like I thank y'all good night? Mm-hmm. And oh. this is this is why I really rock with Drake. He then got on Instagram and cl- and had the just most clever clapback. He said, "Plot twist: Just signed a ten year residency at co- at Camp Flognaw. <laughs> Sorry, kids. See you every single year until you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> like I just love that he don't take himself that serious. Listen, uh, there's, that's super humbling yeah. at this stage in your career oh, to get booed. booed. Yeah. And and the, but here's the here's the sweet revenge. Mm. They booed him, hoping Frank Ocean would come out, and then, and then it was just over. And, and, it, and then Connor didn't even come back <laughs> yeah. out. They said, "That's it." Yeah, him and his. All you see was his little wig just bobbing out. He was just like, <laughs> they were like packing up the stuff. I saw a clip. They were packing up the stuff, and this dude was just like. <laughs> no see, one's coming, kids. But let me ask y'all this, because see, I had a, I, I know personally the feeling. Have y'all ever been booed doing anything? Um, ye, I don't know if I've been booed. I've definitely caught like you know in the early stages mm-hmm. of performing and stuff, caught like the blank stares. Mm-hmm. And that uh, can almost be worse than a boo. Yeah, nah, bro, a <laughs> boo is worse. Have you been booed, Kev? Oh, oh I <laughs> did. Oh. I took a massive, massive <laughs> L. Boo-boo. I, let me tell you what. And it wasn't even related to my comedy. I completely, like Tyler and Drake, misjudged my audience mm. and who they wanted to be hosting. I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was at UW, University of Washington, at a PWI. What's a PWI? Oh, all these acronyms. P- <laughs> yeah. I'm University tired. of Washington is a predominant, uh, PWI, I think, stands for predominantly white institution. Oh, institution. Okay. Uh, college, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is our <laughs> Greek step show. Okay. I'm not Greek. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not part of the Divine Nine. Right. And I didn't know that much about HBCUs or mm-hmm. the Divine Nine prior to this. Like, this <laughs> first one in my family to go to a big college. Well, my uncle went to Baylor, but we didn't talk about that. Um, talk about the Divine Nine in there. So long story short, black people take their Greekness serious. Real serious. Okay? Especially from what I've seen. at PWIs where there's, like, not a whole bunch of black culture there. It's, it's all we have is the Greek culture. So I'm trying to learn about this and... I was hosting this step show. So all the black people from all the colleges in Washington come around and we all fit in the gym at UW. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they have me host. Mistake number one, mm-hmm. having a comedian host a step show, they're not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. They real, haven't been able to be business. loud it's and intense. black. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's not that. They just, they, they need to be Greek. They want to stroll, okay. do all their stuff. Like we want to be Greek out loud because we can't do that in the yard like they do at Howard or Hampton oh, or whatever, okay. right? So that's my problem number one. I'm like, they hired me for the jokes. Y'all going to get the jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Biggest problem. They don't care what you're saying, sir. <laughs> we just want to be Greek for the day. Okay. Mistake number two. I didn't know my Greek audience that well. Mm. Mistake number three. I was super nervous. So I'm studying. The night before, weeks before, Alpha Kappa Alpha, uh, Sigma, uh, SG Rose, all this, and I got note cards, okay? My first time when I go out on stage, okay, I go, I do some jokes, sir, (laughs) shut up. They're strolling through my jokes, making their sounds, and it's loud. They're like, bro, they don't even see me or hear me. And I'm like, crap, this is is not going well. Three-hour show, by the way. So I'm like, man, let me just get the first step group up. Yeah. I'll be able to riff after that. And then I'll get them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have them on my side. Right. I'm supposed to introduce the alphas. These are the men. Alpha uh-huh. Phi Alpha is their fraternity. Uh-huh. I say give it up for the brothers of Alpha Alpha Kappa Alpha. Oh. Which is the female. Oh. Sorority. So not only did I offend the brothers. <laughs> And the sisters, I they knew they all all, all of a sudden knew I wasn't Greek. Oh. I offended everyone in there. Wow. They stopped showing. They were like, <laughs> they put the K's wow. down like, take it to whoosh, boo, 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 They booed me so loud, I felt the air from the wind. It was literally like. <laughs> so um, I took the massive L oh, and wow. then I looked down realized my mistake and this was like uh, I'm sorry the men of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity welcome <laughs> they did their step congratulations you didn't try to win me. the crowd Bruh, back no there was no winning so after that I just give it up for the brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha next is the sisters of Alpha Kappa Alpha <laughs> give it up for the sisters of Alpha Kappa Alpha next goodbye is the I have been Kevin bruh the Bruh. longest three. Oh I didn't do a God. black show for ten years after Bruh. that. I got booed. I, I don't know if you. If I told, I think I told it on your podcast. I got booed at Southern. What happened? I went out there and started telling jokes. They wasn't feeling it, and so I started telling the joke, and then all I heard was boo. So I was just like, <laughs> so I started walking, like you know, trying to walk it off. Dude stood, stood up, then it was like, the joke ain't gonna be funny over there either, nigga. I was just like, oh God. There was nowhere to turn. <laughs> literally the best statement. Because like, oh. he robbed you of even the chance to like and move. I was, I was like, oh man, you crazy. I was just like, oh. Man. You couldn't even bet. And I thought Joe was no, lying about this. No. They, he came back to the office. I was like, it wasn't that bad. I searched on Twitter. I was like, oh, it was. <laughs> they was on Twitter like, Doughboy is up here. He is not funny. Oh, this was recent. Yo, no, this was back in 2015. But it paralyzed me. Like I didn't want to yeah. do. St- I didn't start doing stand up again till this year. Oh my god, I was traumatized. Jeez. And they gonna do that to Drake? The dog ain't gonna be funny over there. What's your next? I, I literally, I was like, oh man, yeah. crazy. <laughs> I literally said that. 
And then they were just like, they're like, they, they laughed more at dude saying that wow. than me. I was just like, but me, dope boy. That is pretty funny. Though. <laughs> I had to do fit. No, I had to do 20 minutes. And this happened in the first three. Yikes. And there was no bailing because you wasn't going to get that check. So uh. we just dealt with it. And then by the time, I mean, I kind of got him back. But then he, I took off my shirt at the end. It was like, all right, fat dude, let's go. <laughs> Let me tell you another dude. Sorry. sorry. Please do. No, You're going to hear these. I have, some, I have some massive ones. The next worst one. <laughs> I was at a coffee shop in Seattle having okay. the worst set of my life. I mean, just... Especially there's like 12 people there. I'm like, man, I literally thinking out loud, this is not going well, yeah. man. But at this time, I used to do this this joke that required me to sit in a stool. And mm-hmm. it had, was undefeated up until this point. Okay, Man, I'm like, I'm going to get him back. Like this. I mean, I, I got my big joker, joker in the pocket. I got big joker. Yeah. All right, so I go into the joke, sit down in the stool. The stool explodes. No! Why are you always breaking stuff that you sit on? The drum boy. chair? That the man. chair just... <laughs> I fall on the ground, Mike fall. Ooh. No! Back. They are dying now. <laughs> now so y'all had the ability to laugh the whole time. They was like, now that, that is coming. Huh? More of that, huh? Like, wow. <laughs> like, this is what we want. The mic, the, the feedback was the worst sound. Oh my. Because I literally had to get up. <laughs> That's not a boo story. Hang the, oh, it was just terrible. <laughs> Hang the mic up. I walked out of the. I just didn't say nothing else. I walked out of the comedy show and, and walked for three miles. Oh god! And I didn't stand up for like Head six hanging. months. It was raining in Seattle. It was like the spike. Wait, you, mean, and the, you fell and you fell off the chair. Did you hurt yourself? I did hurt myself. I'm glad because you didn't have benefits at that time, did you? No, I. See, didn't. the crazy thing about that is, tis the season to elect benefits through your workplace. Most that people was great. know that was great. That open was great. enrollment that's as great. the tis that's, as that's, the, that's let him read it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Most people know open enrollment as decision time for healthcare coverage, but it's also the perfect moment to reassess your life insurance needs. That's where Policy Genius can help. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for a life insurance plan that's not tied to your job. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. And Policy Genius doesn't just make it easy to get life insurance, they can also help you find the right home and auto insurance and disability insurance too. So, when you're li- when you're looking at your workplace benefits this month, make sure to double check your life insurance options. Then go to policygenius.com to get quotes and apply in minutes. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. That's that's my bad. It's all good. I was looking at the wrong date of ads. I was like, no, though, that's the wrong ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, huh? you know the anime? And I, then it was me. I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm wrong. I got one more boo story. T- tell tell, tell me all the boo stories. Are you going to tell the one about the, with, the, with the water? Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. They didn't even boo, and I wish they would have. <laughs> How exciting. Bay Area Black Comedy Show. Comedy <laughs> competition. My first and only. How old were you? I was, uh, let's see, 2012, 11 or 12, so 30, 29. Okay. 29, 28. And I'm hot, uh-huh. personally. In yeah. Tacoma. You talk physically or? No, 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 no. Just stand up. Ah, Things ah, are okay. going well in Tacoma. Okay, okay. Right? <laughs> so I go to Oakland and compete, and then I realize, oh, man, a lot of people are good at stand up. Mm. Like, way more than I. Like, literally everybody from all over the world is great at this. <laughs> so I'm doing my first competition, and I start off doing stand up doing 25 set, 25 minute state sets. Mm. Nate Jackson was running the room up there at that time. Okay. And he was like, which I didn't even realize how gracious this was at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, go up there and rock, man. 15, 20 minutes, like, doesn't matter. Have fun. Mm. In LA, you get two minutes, mm. three minutes, maybe. Then you get bumped up to five and mm. seven. 
So a stand-up feature, I mean, a stand-up co- competition set is three minutes. Okay. So I suck at that. I don't mm-hmm. even know how to tell jokes in three minutes. I need time to, like, warm you Build up. Build it up. Long story short, it's not going well. Mm-hmm. I mean, my <laughs> opening three joke, minutes and it's already three. not going well. <laughs> Let me tell you what: when staff is going bad, three minutes is an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I opening joke, Oakland, huh? I, yeah. I remember thinking this is where I lost them. <laughs> I was like, if this got to work, or I ain't buy no return ticket. I'm going back. I gotta live in Oakland on Mamas. You said on Mamas. I said on Mamas. You said on Mamas. That was Oakland slang. If this doesn't work, I guess. I just live in Oakland on Mama's. They were like, yeah, you said, uh, uh, So I'm like, man, that didn't work. So, I mean, and that's my opening joke. And I'm like, man, I'm finna lose. So I do another joke or two. I get him back a little bit, but yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna win. I'm not gonna even get past. I gotta go for the Joker. So at the time I was doing this R&B joke, in Tacoma, which required me to take off my shirt mm. and get wet. Like, I would pour water on myself. The, the joke was flawless. Okay. I thought my first joke, never. Yeah. This thing is, this thing is. It, you, it's you, bulletproof? It's yeah. bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally bring the house down in Tacoma. Uh, forgot two things. Mm. One, I wasn't in Tacoma. Two, I didn't have a live band. Nick Jackson Show had a live band. <laughs> Three, I usually do that after 25 minutes of rocking. Okay. I'm just two and a half minutes of just doing okay. Yeah. It's, it's confusing. <laughs> confusing. Yeah. I do the joke and I take my shirt off, pour water on myself, <laughs> open my eyes, not one laugh is oh, transpired. Awkward. Just, so now the water is just <laughs> so cold. That is the coldest water. And I literally am looking at the front row and they were just like, wow. the woman's face was just like, not only are you not funny, you should do something else. Wow. And she didn't even say it with her with her mouth. The way she looked at me was just like. Will you ever forget that woman's face? No. I was going to say, that's got to be. things in my mind are not going well in this set, here she comes right back. <laughs> I told you, you should have stopped Maul when you poured in the Inception, water. How Ma would always jump into the dreams and they'd be doing something. She's my Ma. She just jumped in like, it ain't going to work, kid. Yikes. Another time I knew, I was, I was like, I'm How not many big. boo stories? Do you, you have another boo story? Those are the three words. <laughs> the rest I just had bad set. But those are like, God. I reevaluated should I do stand up comedy? They said that was hella not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it for me. I never got, like, so when Drake did that, I was like, that's nothing, Drake. But he took it like a G, man. So shout out to took him. Took it with man. class. And Drake is the GOAT, man. So shout out to Drake is being he? the GOAT. Yes, he is the GOAT. Drake will go down as Thank one, you, one of Timothy. the GOATs. Thank you, Timothy. One of the GOATs. Not the GOAT. What? But does anybody do rap better than him? Okay, okay, okay. Does anybody do rap slash can sing poppy hits in, in that lane? Drake is the goat. Like the fact that he can spit real bars yes. and also make really melodic pop hits. That's okay, what okay. I said. But hold on. It's funny that you say that because, okay, we that's a great point. We just had this argument yesterday. That's a great point. But no, I remember when this was happening on Twitter, I seen you hop in the comments. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. I said. Nicki Minaj uh-huh. is better uh-huh. lyrically uh-huh. than Missy. What do you say? Now, not overall artists, not overall artists, oh, just you bar for bar. You <laughs> bar were, for you bar. You jumped on the coon train. <laughs> <laughs> now, am I even am I even allowed to be a coon? No, no, I'm talking about I oh. said, Doughboy, jo- Doughboy's on the coon train. I thought you were talking to me. Yeah, no, you can't uh, be a coon. So, <laughs> who do, 
<laughs> now, it, now if it, when it's just bar for bar, because I know you're a hip hop head, so you listen to lyrics a lot too. When it's just bars weighted down, everything else goes away. Yes. Is is Nicki better than Missy? I I co-signed your opinion yes. that bar Thank for you. bar, bar for bar, bar wise, yes. Nicki is better than Missy. Missy's yes. not a bar. She doesn't rapper. be barring at all. She just be saying none of that. That's one song. Every time we argue, that you say it's one song. But Nicki is a rapper's rapper. Did Nicki Minaj say is your fifty fifty? man yet no <laughs> put your thing down flip it and reverse it no. it's your 50, 50 man yet missy is a is an artist yes. and she makes great music no but in terms of bars, bars. thank you thank Minaj is don't better. leave me hanging thank you nah, i leave needed it. that oh, and yes. that's why y'all mess it up he went for that handshake <laughs> and then he touched your hand and that's why y'all don't put it together thank you for rocking and one Tim other why, unpopular man. opinion kevin be having you know who he said can't sing who mary j blige Here's the thing. <laughs> no, stay with me. Tim. Here's You're the on thing. <laughs> Trade Track Dancery is one of the worst songs in the history of songs. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> Trade Track Dancery, let's get it. Uh, yeah. uh, no, she, no yeah. she brought the word dancery out. <laughs> I, hate, I never even knew what a dancery was. I hate was. everything about that Have song. Have you ever been to a dancery? It's no. a great time. Everybody's dancing. I hated her, celery. I hated her wig <laughs> in that music video. I hated the choreography. Oh. Oh, that song haunts me, bro. <laughs> but do you think she can sing? Yeah, I think she can. Um, um, no he, more, no more drama. They, they put her at a number one hundred on the top singers. He said they put her way too high. What was she? She number was one hundred. Number one hundred. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I gotta see the rest of the list. Yeah, man. she <laughs> should be on the list at all. Speaking of boxers uh-huh. or fake boxers, KSI Logan Paul two. Yeah, two Ooh, YouTubers were yes. at the top of a boxing marquee card. card. They were paid $900,000 each, hmm. sold out the Stable Center, regular pay-per-view match, KSI won by split decision. What do you think about that, Tim? The mm. fact that YouTubers um, <laughs> or creators, I think mm-hmm. Logan Paul, I guess he's a YouTuber, um, have, I mean, permeated literally every part of society. Lily Singh has a legitimate <laughs> right. late night show yeah. on network television. KSI and Logan Paul, they were talking about them like they were regular boxers. <laughs> Yeah. Real boxers fought yeah. Devin Haney, who got a million dollars. He fought before them. He was the undercard. Shit. JoJo Saunders <laughs> or something. Big Joe, Billy Joe Saunders. Mm. They had championship fights before them. So, what are your thoughts? My my thoughts are, you know, I, I'm never gonna knock anyone's hustle. I feel like mm-hmm. the fact that they were able to turn it into something lucrative is respectable mm-hmm. and I also respect the fact that they took time to really train and they take really it serious mm-hmm. um, I feel like my biggest issue with um, I feel like YouTubers using their leverage to just kind of do whatever is mm-hmm. that they they feel like they can just use the views and, and, and just do whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like there was so many YouTubers who were like I'm gonna go on tour right and then the shows would be them just I don't know not doing nothing. not doing nothing on yeah, stage right. like i don't know doing like I'm like playing playing challenge games and stuff on stage i'm like what what is the show even right, right. but the fact that they actually trained and took it seriously and if if people are willing to give them a big bag to watch them do that then hey man get your bag i'm i'm not i'm not tripping off that you know? that was a great political answer for you to see <laughs> me like hmm. i think it was i think it was a great thing but then i also think that it just I think it's good for the YouTubers, and I think it has to be terrible for a boxer, though. Mm. A to, real boxer? Yeah, to know that you aren't popular enough to make money like but that. But these it people. Though? And here's my question, because I love boxing. Mm-hmm. The sport, like, I've been watching for, shoot, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. I watch pretty much all big fights, all the other fights. 
boxers are paid by pay-per-view numbers. Right. If mm. you are a YouTuber and your fight is going to generate a bigger bag for me, I'm getting paid regardless. And if those, like Devin Haney, he's not like Canelo level. Like they're yeah. not bigger than Canelo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the top, top of the fighters, not bigger than Pacquiao. But for those middle guys who are like on their way to be their first big fight, mm. that guarantees a bigger payday, you know, for you. To be you. a part of that. Right, right, to yeah, be a yeah. part of that. Like you're still getting paid. You're still at Staples Centers. Like Logan Paul and KSI, they sold it like a regular boxing match. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. trash talk, mm-hmm. rematch. I, fought, I watched the first fight in in, uh, in London. They sold the arena out. They, they were sold. both much better this fight than the yeah, first like, Yeah, like, and I, I agree with Tim. <clears throat> they, they, now let me say this. They absolutely trained mm-hmm. and they still look so far from good boxers. Oh, oh completely. Absolutely. I mean, it was yeah. just like, boy, like you, I really had an appreciation for real boxers. Like the sweet science, the sweet science, mm-hmm. especially KSI. He mm-hmm. was out here like, you know, when you like, you take your little brother's thing and then he just goes freaking nuts <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> swinging for he everything. Swinging yeah. That's how, like Logan Paul actually had a decent jab, but mm-hmm. I think because he used to be a wrestler, he was more like, Trying to grab to and yeah, I, feel like, I feel like Logan got robbed a little bit. I feel like he should have won. Really? No, I, I feel like he was the better fighter. No, I'm gonna tell uh, you what. Two things about boxing. One, the judging system usually rewards an aggressive person, mm. and in a six round match that they had, you don't have the chance to jab it out for three or four rounds because right. you only have six. Mm. Like you really gotta do something. Mm. Uh, KSI was swinging wildly, but every once in a while he commit connect. Mm-hmm. connect. I mean. And Logan Paul's big mistake is he wasn't Put, disciplined. Yeah, when he, he like pushed the back he, of his head he or something. He held his head down, yeah. punched him, and he hit him on the ground. Like, if you were a boxer, you would never make that mistake. He hit him clean with an uppercut, mm-hmm. and he was, like, woozy. Uh, who? Right? who? So, uh, Logan. Logan Paul hit KSI oh, with a, hearty. I mean, a legit uppercut. Mm-hmm. And if he was a regular boxer, he would have stood up. If he even beat the 10 count, he would have been able to finish him off. Mm-hmm. The other thing is KSI had a legit knockdown that they called a slip. Like, he hit Logan Paul. He hit him on the ear, and that's where almost all the knockouts mm-hmm. is right on the ear, yeah. that part of the head. They're woozy, and he they called that a slip. So um, I felt like Logan Paul was fighting like he had more time than mm-hmm. he did. But I was entertained. Mm-hmm. And I think right. at the end of the yeah. day... You just want to be entertained because I'm a right. Floyd fan and I've watched a lot of Floyd fights where he's a great boxer, but it's not an entertaining. But it gets fight. a little right. boring because he's so good technically. Right. Yes, yeah. but when but you, you pay can sixty watch, bucks, but you can watch him fighting Conor McGregor because it's an interesting thing to watch. Right, right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so I agree with you, Tim. But then here's my disagreement with you. Mm-hmm. That, what, riddle me this: <laughs> If you love like you, right? Because mm-hmm. I know you. One thing I appreciate about you. You, they offered you stand-up shows, yeah, and you were like, "No, I'm not a stand-up. Yeah, I'll go and do a different show. Yeah, but aren't people just paying to see who they like? And and that's the thing too. I, you know, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up, like you know, when you brought up the boxing, is that mm-hmm. like like you said, people have wanted me to do stand-up shows. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like I grew up like respecting and loving stand-up so much, mm-hmm. and that when YouTubers were kind of first like. Yo, I got a following. I'm gonna do a stand up show. I was a little like, eh, you know, yeah. like, I, I was like, oh, eh. you know, I was. It, it, it made me feel a, a way, and I was yeah. like, I, I wouldn't want to do that unless I felt like I kind of honed my craft a little bit. Yep. But my managers and my agents are like, look, man, There's it's an easy bag. Here, right. People are trying to just pay to see you. And at the, and at first, I was like, I don't want people in there that are gonna laugh at whatever I say. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to be good at it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And so, but then, but then at the same time. As time went on, I, I looked at it like, look, you know, at the end of the day, if people want to pay to see me, mm-hmm. then they want to pay to see me. You yes. know, it's like I let me. Who are me to rob them of this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And it's like, and it's like, okay, look, and if and if that person is gonna get their money, 
um, and people are want to pay that money, and they know what it is. Like obviously, they know they're not paying to see like an expert ten years stand right. up. You know, it's like <clears throat> fine. Everybody, everybody, just do your thing. You <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, yeah, you know, it's like at the end of the day, if people are willing to pay. Then let him pay. I Here's think that you could actually do stand up because I've been around you in these in these working environments. Like you're very comfortable in front of the audience. Like you're one of the few people that when we would do wild and out, we would do like the the wild styles. Like Tim was never prepared. Like he was always going to freestyle right. on the stage. So I know that you're comfortable on your feet. So do you think that that's something you'd ever? I've been dab. I've been I've been jotting been stuff dabbing? down. I've been oh, jotting. I, well, and here's what you may not know. I um I I. Okay, so I did a couple open mics years ago, mm. back when I was just beginning to do the YouTube stuff. Like yeah. I was doing, I was doing open mics just for fun, and I had a great time. Yeah. But also, YouTube was 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 great. Yeah. It was yeah. doing well for me. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, stand up. Starting off as a stand up is paying horribly right mm -hmm. now. I'd rather just commit to this YouTube stuff that's actually paying me decent right now, right. and keep with that. Right. Now that I'm at a point where, oh, me being a beginner stand up can actually get me a nice little check. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me consider this and um and maybe start to try it out. I got I'm 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 in the process of potentially figuring something out. But this out. is an important thing. Mm. I, I didn't even catch you this. When you're on stage, like have you like do you ever have like your wife or anybody like take pictures of you just to make sure you get yourself on stage? Oh, you mean like like my Just stage? like a picture, just a picture of you. Like take pictures of me? Yes, you should have somebody. Let me tell you why that's important. Why? Listen, when I when I heard that <laughs> at paintyourlife.com, you could have an original painting by a world-class artist done by hand from a photo. I thought, what a great idea. It must be so expensive. But paint your life paintings are affordable. A painting from Paint Your Life makes the perfect gift. It's meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. So like you said, you're starting to get into stand-up. You True. may end up being big. You want to see yourself Facts. when you first are starting off. That's a good so, point. And you know, I actually, because my daughter just came down to live with me, so I took a picture of me and her on a set of dad jokes, mm -hmm. <clears throat> put it up on the wall, it looks great. The thing is, the great thing about PaintYourLife.com is that you choose the artist whose work you most admire, and you work with them throughout the process until every detail is perfect. And there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. With Paint Your Life, you get your favorite memories transformed into a work of art that will be cherished forever, Tim. Now listen to this. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 30% off your painting. That's right, 30% off. And free shipping to get this special offer. Text RR, RR to 484848. That's RR, RR to 484848. Text RR, RR to 484848. Message and data rates may apply. Josh, you okay there? You here with us today, huh? Yeah, I'm trying you wanna to chime in on an RR? We have to do for this episode. Oh, okay, cool, keep, keep cool. You get your that. life that's actually dope. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's Here's cool. the other thing about comedy. Eddie Murphy, in, did you see Eddie Murphy and uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, Comedians and Cards Getting Coffee? No, I didn't see that one, though. No. Okay, one thing Jerry Seinfeld said that I appreciate. He said um, he, he doesn't care if anybody does stand up because mm. he said comedy all is a self cleansing medium mm -hmm. it'll always weed out people who are not funny mm -hmm. if you're not willing to put in the work to be good people will go see like you can only do it once mm -hmm. like if somebody mm -hmm. comes to see uh whoever and on stage and they're trash they'll be like whoo you stink <laughs> <Yeah>. so eventually <laughs> that word gets around and what uh, what help what just spit it out hey hey, hey, hey you're on, doing great man. Kev, you're doing great come on now 
Come on, Breathe huh? a little, baby. Just okay. A lot, Let's slow down a little bit. The, uh, the other thing that happens is the see the comedy club thing. Here's what people don't understand about the industry of comedy clubs. They don't care if you're good. Mm-hmm. They're not in the business of putting out great comedians. Mm-hmm. They're in a business. It's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They want to sell two drinks and food. Mm-hmm. If you get butts and seats, right. and those people buy food and drink, you could be up there holding a monkey pooping. <laughs> as long as you Damn, get two two <laughs> drinks with the monkey poop show, like they don't care. That's why. Right. They were hitting these people up like you can put butts and seeds. I don't care what you do. Yeah. So, um, what what messes people up is people. This is what the clubs are afraid of. You are a first time audience member. Mm. You're not coming. You don't know mm. the YouTuber. Mm. You buy a ticket to a show. You're like, what? This sucks. Yeah. Now you don't come back to the club. Right. That's mm. their big fear, and that's their fear about doing podcasts. They were giving us a hard time about doing Righteous and Ratchet as a podcast. They're like, man, what if a, a member comes in that's not for them? I'm like, well, I don't know. Who's giving you a hard time? The some of the clubs. Mm. They're like, it's hard oh. to promote to people. We were like, bro, we don't. We're not promoting to the regular person. Yeah. We're promoting to our audience. Like they're going to be the ones. Uh, that come up. Speaking of audiences, I want to I want to run this past you, Tim. Sure. Are you familiar with Summer Summer Walker? I am familiar with Summer Walker. Yeah. Okay, so Summer Walker. Do you know about her though? Mm-hmm. She's a singer. Yeah, she's a singer. So she's been going viral a lot lately because she has a very um interesting relationship with the music industry. Right. I think she likes to make music, but the rest of it she can do without. Yeah, she yeah. her her tour is called the first and last tour. She's openly <laughs> talked about her anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So now she's been coming under fire because at meet and greet, she doesn't want to give hugs. Right. Okay. Now, before I ask you your question, let me just say something. I love y'all. I do. Mm. Okay. Let me uh, I'm a hugger. Uh-huh. I'm I got a hugger. feeling about this. When people say I'm a hugger, they just go in for the hug. Okay. They don't say I'm a hugger. Are you a hugger? Right. They just assume everyone's, oh, I, I reach my hand. Now they're like, ah, I'm a hugger. Well, I'm a handshake. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to respect your hug. Respect my handshake. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to hug people after a comedy show because I'm sweaty. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, I be a little musty. A little musty? Much, yeah. But it's, it's a post, it's like what? 45, I'm sweating. twang to you. So all I'm saying, when you say I'm a hugger, say, are you a hug? Give me the chance. Mm-hmm. Give me a consensual hug. Right. Mm-hmm. Handshake is is an extension. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Summer Walker was saying she don't don't touch me because mm-hmm. I usually hug the people, but mm-hmm. I just I'm a little you know sometimes I don't want to because I'm hot. Right. Uh, <laughs> but Summer Walker was like, I don't want to do no hugs. It's a transfer of energy, and people were like ridiculed her mm-hmm. about it. What are your thoughts on her meet and greet etiquette in roots and you? Because you meet a lot of people. You be at complex yeah. cons, and I mean, <laughs> so I will. Um, I would rather sometimes I'd rather hug than 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 shake hands mm-hmm. because I don't trust dudes' hands. I feel really? like a, lo- a lot of dudes pee and don't wash their hands. Yes. A lot of dudes are just greasy mm-hmm. and gross, and they got gross hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying not to get sick at all yes. times. Right. So I will always dap. You know what I'm saying? I'll always pound and dap. I'll even like yo, like let's let's just hug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give me a, bring it in for the real thing, bro. Keep your hands away from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't trust the hands. Right. Um, but like, but at the same time, you know, like I'm like, all right, fine, I just make sure I hands. Right. When right. I do meet and greets, I always make sure I got my hand sanitizer on deck. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. touch my face until after the meet and greet. Yes. Wash mm-hmm. my hands, all right. But um, for her, you know, it's a it's a curious case. You it's feel a curious me? Case. Curious case. Because as somebody who uh, has said she has anxiety and mm-hmm. she's very like uh, just doesn't like people. Right. Um, I understand that she wants her. Um, space you feel right. me like because yep. people have come up to me mean greets and they say can I hug you right. or you know hey is it cool or can we can we you know blah 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 and I'm like I respect that mm-hmm. and and I feel like I, I I believe that she doesn't like it yes and I think you know I think it's her management in her ear like 
the the, the meet and greet bag is crazy because yes. you know when the meet and greet ticket is like a, can be like another hundred two hundred dollars mm-hmm. whatever because they just want they gonna get that hug I pay yeah. that hundred you yeah. hug me so I guess that would be my thing I guess it's like look if you don't want to do that if you don't want to hug people then don't have meet and greets. Right. You won't have to hug them. And then as far as if people... Well, let me ask you this. Is a hug, let me is hear a you. hug an entitlement to the amount that you're paying? Though? I think if you pay, if you charge somebody $100, a hug should be... Well, here's I, my I thing. agree with that. If you... It's yeah, meet and greet. Yeah, it don't mean meet hug me, greet. though. It don't know, you don't have to hug. hug it. How else have you greet me if not hug? Hello. Nice to see you. Nice <laughs> to meet That doesn't require me to put my arms around you. Right. I uh, feel like as an artist... um. I feel like she, and I want your thoughts on this, Tim, and I interrupt you, my bad. I feel like she's entitled to say my meet and greets will consist of a hello, a mm-hmm. picture, and standing next to me. I don't want to hug people. I feel like if she says that up front, mm-hmm. you That's can't fair. be mad. What do you think, Tim? I think now that this whole situation has happened, she probably is more likely to say that, or at least people will go into it expecting right, that. Right. You feel me? I feel yeah. like traditionally when you go to the meet and greet, they people expect a hug at the very least uh, you know like I put the little arm on the small of the back you know what I'm saying Uh, (laughs) like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah." that's Um, such a specific thing on the small of the back because it's like up up here is a little awkward (laughs) real quick side story one time I was doing a a meet and greet I was on tour with um, uh, you you all familiar with um, YTF YTF, um, no. YTF was a was a uh, <laughs> was a group of of a, of Asian YouTubers who had come together. Who, yeah, like, Ryan, Ryan and Kev Kev Jumba. Jumba. Yeah. yeah, and it was uh, like um and and not Asians, but like Andrew Garcia was on tour. Yeah. So they brought me on one year for the tour as like their opening, right? Mm. And so <laughs> so it's a quick story about Andrew and meet and greets. Andrew Garcia is my singer, homie. I don't know if y'all know Andrew. I know. He's really good. He's really good. He plays so, a guitar, bigger dude yeah. glasses. So Andrew's so goofy, right? So whenever we had like awkward like dude fans, mm-hmm. he would try to make them even more uncomfortable <laughs> so like, like you know they don't know what to do with their hands and shit right? Right, right so Andrew would do this Andrew would be like okay like let's say that's the camera right? he would go alright I'm gonna give you a hand here alright <laughs> and they're like alright <laughs> so that shit cracks oh me up when, and I like to do that too if a dude is awkward with me I like to just like put both arms around him squeeze him yeah, really tight yeah. you know what I'm saying just make right. it funny make that masculine energy uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> like I like to meet the people personally the other thing that people don't understand um, the audience members mm-hmm. the the reason that it's hard to do a hug because when we did the real comedians it was like four people right. five they want to hug every person and tell you about their favorite video there's 300 people in line yeah. like there's not enough time for that people ain't trying to hear none of that <laughs> like bruh shut up <laughs> I want my hug, and also I get that. Like, if I've been watching you, like, so it's a fine line. I've been trying to work on like enjoying that moment. I just feel like for me, it's a little tough sometimes. You just expended so much energy. Well, sometimes right. it's not your choice. The venue has a certain amount of time to get everybody out. Exactly. That's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. People don't want to hear that though. Yeah. Like sometimes on our tour, we had meet and greets that we didn't even know. Like the club put it in, and oh, we didn't even have I hate it. That. So we're like, oh man, we got two shows. We're like, oh y'all got to do the meet and greet. We're like, what? What? But and why? they don't realize how exhausting meet and greets are. Meet and oh. greets are arguably uh, more tiring than the actual show. For me, because yes, it's right. you have to be very um. Hey, what's up? Because if you're mm-hmm. not, if you're chilling, because mm-hmm. I've done meet and greets where I thought I was calm, like I was mm-hmm. calm, I was nice to everybody, I was cordial, and after that, somebody's like, he had a vibe about him. I don't know. I don't. Oh, that's I, don't my worst. I don't like. It. He had a vibe, and he thought he was too cool or something. Yes. I'm like, bruh, what people, do you mean? People expect that online presence energy all the time, and in, in like that moment where they're able to meet. 
you yes. and, and it's not on they're just like oh man like people not have gotten mad life. at me because they have met me in the airport after a red eye mm-hmm. in atlanta like literally you've done this plenty mm-hmm. of times it's three o'clock in the morning your time right. mm-hmm. you didn't sleep before you really haven't been awake and they're like <gasps> kev tim and oh. then they're like man i've seen tweets about me like kev he he had bad energy like mm-hmm. bro i'm it's the middle of the I, i've been awake for three minutes and sometimes people do like they get way too comfortable i forgot what city we were in one time and some dude kev Kev wasn't even paying attention. And some dude just came up to the point where I thought the dude knew him, so I didn't say nothing at first. He was just like, like, Kev's back is her. He's just like, hey, what's up, man? Man, hop in this video. So I'm, and then I turned around and seen Kev didn't know him. I was like, bro, God. like, you can't just walk up to people like that. You like, can, though. <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> and you can also it. just tell your waiter to shut up and go get your shrimp. Let me tell you what happened. So. <laughs> we talked about this on the bonus episode. We didn't talk about this on the main. Man, you are actually are that, a jerk. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to this young man, because I felt so terrible about this. I always have a fear of being a jerk when I meet somebody. Because yeah. I've met people for the first time. And I'd be, if they were a jerk to me, I'd be like, I'll never be a fan again. Mm-hmm. So we see this dude, and we all go to Fridays. This is a couple weeks ago. Where were we? We were in, we were in uh, Buffalo, I think. Buffalo, New York. Yeah. So we go, and we're going to Fridays. And now, now, I don't know if you know this. You've known me for a few years. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. I'm just a different type of guy. I'm okay. ready to eat. Like I'm just not in the best of mood. So we're sitting down there, and you can kind of see this dude. He's like trying to muster up this. You can tell you noticed us or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he like musters up the strength to just kind of come over and say <laughs> something. And then so he has all this. He brings over the food, and so he's like, "Hey man, you guys, man, I'm a huge fan of your stuff, man, dope boy." And I, I just was all I heard was things I didn't want. Here. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. You got my shrimp." My shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, his whole face uh, just was wasn't like, that night. Let me clear up some things. <laughs> okay, please, please, please. One thing: it, our waitress was another person. The guy just brought the food just to help her. Okay. Okay. So obviously. He's like, let me help you bring the plate to them so I can say hi. Right. He Doughboy doesn't even like the dude is like, man, I'm just in the, where's my shrimp at though? <laughs> oh God. Do you have my other shrimp at? He don't know the order. <laughs> he know. just got somebody. And that dude, his face was you saw the light go out. I didn't mean to be too. I didn't mean to be a I jerk mean, to that guy. The, the, hang, the hangry hits. The hangry hits, sometimes. man. And I, know. I, I wanted to go back, but I was just like, well. <laughs> but then but see, I tried to make it up the next day. We went to the movies to go see Joker. <laughs> So then a guy comes and sees That's me. Not, and so I'm funny. like, okay, this is a chance for me to right my wrongs. Yeah. He was like, hey, dope boy, man, you from Wild and Out? I said, yeah, man. You kissed him on boy. the mouth. I said, no. So he, <laughs> he, went, <laughs> he was behind the counter, right? And so I was like, yeah, man, that's me. You want to get a picture? He was like, bro, no. Yeah, <laughs> for real? He was like, relax. You're lying. Yeah, this is not even telling it. Tim, it was so much disdain. He was like, you want a picture? He Oh my God. Why would I want that? That and was I, the universe coming I back know. to you. <laughs> and I, I brought all the attention to it. Because they was like, oh. <laughs> And I was like, ha! That guy doesn't want a picture with you. I felt so he was so disrespectful. Like, what do what I, do I, like, what I, what I want to picture with you? He was like, you can't win for losing. Let me tell you, I will I will never say no to a picture, right? Um, unless, but here's what I hate, all right? Is when someone is taking a picture with me and then someone else is like, Oh, who's that? And then they're like, Oh, okay. Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. I don't know who you are. Can I get a picture? That's the only time I'll be like, Why? That's for I, what? Uh, no. And then and they don't get it. And, right. and, you don't even know who I am. I know, and it's so stupid. Recently at ComplexCon, right? I was at ComplexCon at a panel, mm. and so me and uh, Casey Neistat we were on mm. the same panel, and oh, he had we had some time to kill. Mm. So I was like, You want to walk around? Because he had never been before. I'm like, Let's walk around. So, you know, I'm walking around <laughs> ComplexCon, and um, 
Casey's like over there at the homies booth, like they're getting them, they're giving them free hoodies, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this girl and her cameraman, they they see people taking pictures with me. Yeah. So he's filming. She comes up to me. She's like, she's like, um, you know, can we can we um inter- interview real quick for my video, or can I tell you about like whatever my story is? I'm like, sure. She goes, okay. What was your name? I was like, <laughs> so so then I'm like, so I was like, uh, so she asked me what name was, and I was like, uh, Casey Nizat. And then she's like, Casey, Casey, what? I'm like, Casey Nizat. And the cameraman's like, cameraman's like, what you say your name was? I was like, Casey Nizat. He's like. He's 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 with you. <laughs> with you. No, no, he's you know he's so, no he's not no he's not Casey Neistat. I was like no Casey's right there, but uh, let me tell you something. I was like this is the only time I will ever like I don't like people wanting to interview me just because they seen other people. Yeah, like if you're a fan, no. if you you know admire my work, then yeah, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And luckily, her the girl she was with was like no no, no I know who you are. I'm the one that told him. I was like. Alright, fine. <laughs> and, I, and you know, and, and, and her face was kind of like, oh, excuse me, but I'm like, no, you gotta understand, this is you coming up to me literally only because you are wanna use my face. Yes. Right. It's not because you support me or yes. you like my, what I do or you wanna actually even have a conversation. Yes. You know what I'm right. saying? It's I just no, think you might be someone of value. People you need know to what hear I think that. It is? I think people make that, that makes you feel used. It does. Like, I'm not even a person like, oh, you, you're famous? No, like, I, that I, I wanted to talk about that. I've been being used for <laughs> sex. I've been being used for sex because I'm in a committed relationship. Blue Chew. And let's talk about bluechew.com. <laughs> now you can inc- <laughs> You're really you can, good at this. You can increase the best episode yeah, Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com That's blue like the color blue. Now listen. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable gummy with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Blue Chew is described online and ships straight to your door in a discreet, in a discreet package. In a discreet package. <laughs> so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Now, I'm telling you, man, I was out there in the streets. I was getting sex every now and again, but now that I'm in a relationship, boy, oh, boy. Bang, 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 bang. That's and you can't keep up. Oh, man. We getting old. But with these pills, oh, my God. <laughs> Round two and three. Oh, yeah, boy. I'm right back. Hey, three's, like a, three's a little much. Three's a little much. But yeah, yeah. Now, this just isn't. There's some soreness after three. <laughs> <laughs> now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance. Now, if you're a one and done type of person, Blue Chew can even help your follow through for round two. Okay? Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. That's blue like the color chew.com to get your first shipment free when you use our special promo card RR. RR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E C H E W.com. Promo code RR. RR. To try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Thank you, Bluetooth, for sponsoring Righteous and Ratchet. You know a funny story about people not like, you're, you've done great today, by the way. And I feel so bad for messing up your, your like, I literally. You really was like, what? I literally ruined your perfect passer rating. No, I, I was like, oh, Bluetooth. <laughs> that's hilarious. So one day I was walking to ADD, and this dude, two dudes there on the side of the road smoking. Mm-hmm. And one dude is like, oh my gosh, Kev, man, I'm such a big fan. Man, you mind if I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, no problem, bro. He's like, cool. Do with him. He's like, who's that? Mm. He's like, oh, it's Kev, man. He's famous. He's like, he ain't famous to me. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, 
okay, so you don't have to be in the picture. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of me and him. Thing. Nah, man, if I don't know, you ain't famous. That's not wow. true at all. <laughs> that doesn't, you know how fame works? It's within circles. You want to hear about the time that happened to me and it resulted in um, me almost getting in a fight? What? Yes. <laughs> Please tell more. All right, so I've I've told this story on on, on my stuff plenty of times, mm-hmm. but this this will be new if you if you haven't okay. uh, been paying attention to my stuff. All right, yeah. so I just done a show in Winnipeg, Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada. Right? Okay, Canada, and um, this is when me and Chia were 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 kind of new. We I don't even know if we were officially dating yet. All okay. right, so after the show, we all went to go to this late night Chinese food spot. All mm-hmm. right, and um. And it was me, Chia, my homegirl Erica Davis. She's a singer. Like this was, I was rapping at this show, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, the 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 promoters were all girls as well. So it was me, and it's a table full of girls. Chinese food spot. It was probably like one a.m., two a.m. Yep. Like that. Mm-hmm. So first, this big burly like Filipino tank looking dude comes in, tatted up. He comes in with his homegirl, right? Mm. She, like, they walk by, they saw us at the restaurant. And uh, she's like, oh my God, can I get a picture? And the guy's like, bro, bro, yo, I'm such a fan, blah, 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 big dude, right? I'm like, yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) It's all good, it's all love. (laughs) Then, his drunk, she might, like, uh, she's like a brunette, possibly Middle Eastern, I'm Mm. not sure, like Lebanese, something like that. Mm. She she comes in drunk, right? She's with him, the big guy? Yeah, she's his girlfriend right mm-hmm. so she comes in and she's like why are you taking pictures with him why are you taking pictures with him who are you who are you who are they Ugh. who are they and then um and she's like i don't know who you are i don't know who you are so everyone's kind of annoyed right yeah. <laughs> he's like babe relax i'm sorry i'm sorry about it just chill chill she's drunk she's drunk and then so everyone's annoyed chia under her breath she's like who are you right <laughs> yes and then, and then so yes. Shout so out now to so she starts so so his chick starts wilding she's like excuse me excuse me oh 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 who am i oh trust me you don't want to know you, you oh you you should know who i am you should know who i am right so then she is like um we don't want to know right <laughs> she doubled down on double it double there but i under, don't though under her breath she's like we don't want to know like, and so so now she's going crazy right she's like excuse me and i swear to god like it was like a, like a half second i could not have predicted this at all slaps chia oh what? across what? like and let me tell you something i don't even understand how this worked because this was a big table right <laughs> she got like a spectral gadget she head. like <laughs> elmer fudd slap. space jams <laughs> like slapped chia across the table Woo! so everyone's like in shock now i'm like so now dude big dude he realizes that his girl feels disrespected so now he flips oh he's, so he's no longer a he's bugging out so he Goes so okay so so at, on on. Wait, so sl- let it see do ever she got. Let him tell the story, man. Shut up. Let him speak. We're doing so, so good. Let him she, tell she it. Gets, you don't get okay, to that let me part. Tell you, she gets slapped. She is in shock. She is not a fighter. He did this. So no no no. She immediately goes to the bathroom with the homegirl and is like crying in the bathroom. Right. So now I'm like oh. So <laughs> shut down, big dude. He starts wilding out. He starts to he tries to flip the table over. <laughs> so table I'm like, though, right? I like put the table. And I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> so I mind you, I know this dude will kill me. But I'm like, I ain't no bitch. I'm like, I need to defend my woman's honor, right? So I'm looking at this guy like he is gonna like put me in a hospital because he's big, right? So I'm like, I put the 
table back down. <laughs> soup is spilling all over the place. So I'm like, I scan. What are the other girls at the Shut table? Up. Oh, oh no, thanks for reminding yeah. me. Because Filipino right, dude, at one point, he's I think he's he's so mad he doesn't know what to do. At one point, he goes over to one of the girls at the table, messes up her hair. <laughs> Oh my God. Right I know Yeah I gotta so, get in on this So I'm like So he's wilding I'm like I, I start to scan the room I'm like I need to hit him With a bottle right. I need to hit him With a chair Cause this is the only way I'm about to Make it through this fight Right So I stand up I'm like Yo what the fuck I'm like Chill Chill So then So then, so then I guess like I don't I don't know What happened But he, he, he stopped And he was like I respect you. I respect you. <laughs> left. And that was it. Where was the girl that they did the slap? And she left? He just took every he took his girls with him. He's like, I respect you. I respect you. And he left. Oh my God. You ever get the photo? Let me tell you what. He never got the photo. The girl photo. said you don't want to know who I am. Yes, not. She was a woman of her word. Who are you? You'll want to know. Yes, I do. Okay. I tried to give you an out. She had got hit and it was now like Michael Scott. Oh my god, it's happening. Oh, it's man. happening. Now you sitting there with the hot face. <laughs> Listen, there's no word. Thing than being a man who has to suddenly defend his hurt, oh, his girl's honor, oh, and you're man. in no position. Like, Chia, what is wrong with you? Why have you disrespected this woman? Yes. And let me tell you something, guys. Everybody out there, I'm way smaller in person. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm tall. I am little. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. You think I'm small now? See me in real life. I'm even smaller. I'm adorable. It is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big presence. People think I'm, I'm like I'm taller. People think wow. I'm like a good five seven wow. five eight. No, that is that a great is, story. Was Thank an you. Amazing. I bet you great. You off so many times. No, it's okay. I be having questions. I, I get, bet when ooh. she got slapped, you were like, "Well, that was unexpected." <laughs> it was. It, it escalated quickly. Man, it was crazy. I don't even know how it happened. Because, oh, like I said, it was man. like it was like a. Whoosh, you know what I'm saying? She had a little like bruise on her eye. Dang. Yeah. You and gotta set that up. And we still Chia vs. Girl, round one. <laughs> there we go. Staples Center. That's what I meant to ask you guys when we were talking about KSI and um, Logan. Who like who would you guys put yourself up against the box that's another celebrity? Like, who do oh. you think you'd be a good match? Do you have with? to be able to like hate them or just no, I feel like just, I could beat them a, up? Just a, you don't have to hate them, but if you do hate them, that's cool. But I feel like I can sock them and win. <laughs> In real life. I'll tell you who I who I would call out. Okay. <laughs> Fat boy SSE. <laughs> You're really doing I this, though. I would. I don't dislike him as a person. I think he's, a, you know, because we had this thing back in the day where I was Fat Drake and I kind of did it. I, I called him before I released the record. And, yeah. Oh, did you? Whatever. So, yeah, I did. So, it was cool. So, we kind of went back and forth. But he, that like, was Fat Boy SSE was smaller than you in numbers wise, right? Right, 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 right. Now he, he's way bigger in and, and smaller than you physically. Right, right. We're about the same size, like, actually, physically, because he dropped some weight, too. That's why yeah. I'm saying we're like the same size. I think we would match up. I don't dislike him, but I think we would have a good So you randomly just was like, you know, I want to fight. Well, no, when, this I, guy. Just, when I see KSI and Logan, I'm like, well, who would I match? Because everybody's not big like me. So he's like close to my size. Yeah, it makes I sense. I think it would be good. So who, who could you see yourself against? I think um, Shia LaBeouf could get these hands. <laughs> You, uh, you were going inside. That's just so random. Just, no, because look. <laughs> no, because you're going to pull up like, this do it. Because I try do to it. think of who's similar to my stature. You feel he's me? A little t- is he shorter? Yeah, he's little as well. I mean, um, I, I, I would watch Tim and Shia go at it. I just and I also respect him as an artist. You know what I'm right. saying? I think he's weird, but I think all geniuses are kind of weird. I like, mm-hmm. I like, I like what he does. You know what I'm saying? So I think it'd be. So you lace him up and go against him? Sure. Would you go against Matt Rife? 
Okay, is Matt Rife? No! Rife is out here. Matt Rife, Matt Rife is a beast. He looks like he a G.I. Like, Joe. He looks like freaking uh, Dolph Lundgren in Rocky IV. Like, he Literally. Cut for real. And way cuter in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is too pretty. Yo, yeah. we seen him he turn dated, into that. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Really? For yeah. Bits. Shout out Matt Rife. I yeah. wouldn't want to go against him. So I fight The Rock. What? Okay. We're both what? 260. Oh my god! <laughs> I see the rock, bro. No. I see the rock. You would go against the rock. Yes. You would call out the rock. Oh, so he grabbed the helicopter in Fast and the Furious <laughs> and it by his mere brute strength. I think they need to... I'll sock the rock in the face. <laughs> you, would, you would box the rock. Are you out of your mind? The rock would. The rock would probably squeeze my head and pop the brains out. But of if the it's top. boxing, it's different. Nah, man. He two sixty, and he probably would be two ten without the muscles. Uh, I box spice. What? Spice Adams? Spice Adams. Uh, I'd box nah, Spice Oh, you're wild. Spice Adams was an NFL player. That's my homie. Mm-hmm. I'd box him, though. We're no. about the same size. Here you get in trouble, getting yourself in trouble. But see, I now like, getting... but see, I, I'm actually I'm actually friends with Spice and I'm cool with Fat Boy SSE. So these are people that we wouldn't be trying to kill each other, but I'd box both of them. I'll beat the rock up, bro. I'll beat, <laughs> beat you up. Why are you always trying to challenge me? <laughs> oh, y'all should fight. Oh, hey, the no, ratchet, man, because I don't want to have to beat Doughboy up and then have him come in the righteous and ratchet with the black eye. He's literally lost every athletic beat, contest. I would, I, would, I would beat you up in boxing. He he thinks he's stronger than me, and would, he's not. Kev, arm wrestle, Kev, arm wrestle, arm wrestle. Kev, he, you want, he Kev, you want arm wrestle? No, I'm not going to arm wrestle. <laughs> you want arm wrestle? No. Why not? No, be, I'm going to tell you why. why. Because I keep hurting myself with Doughboy. Okay. And, you I, would, beat and, him in and I would hurt you in a fight. He hurt my back. I beat him in a race a couple weeks ago. I was sore for like three weeks. Weeks, no. Racing I end takes up with, a lot out of yes. you. And the old, I'm not. First of all, I'm 36. <laughs> yeah, I'm not understanding. My brain thinks I'm 17. <laughs> My body is well aware of the changes. <laughs> Things that happen, they have the longest residual effect. Mm-hmm. I raced him three times in a row. Oh God! I felt pain for 12 days. <laughs> and for what? To yeah. beat him on a video? <laughs> to what end? I beat him we in arm wrestling or I lose. Like no, KSI then my Logan. shoulder's hurting for another two weeks. I got stuff to do. I'm mm. tired of beating you and stuff. No. <laughs> What's up, Tim? We Boy, wouldn't, ring, we wouldn't sell out Sable Center. Let's box, though, boy. Nah, man. <laughs> one more thing I want to ask you about, because you guys are both on Wildin' Out. Yes. So I've been watching this show on, I don't know if you guys have seen it, or you should check it out. It's called The Morning Show on Apple uh, TV or whatever. Okay. okay. Steve Carell, you know Matt Lauer's story, right? Where he got kicked off the Today, the, the, the Today Show? For the Me Too yeah. stuff. For the Me Too yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. It's basically if the, you follow Matt Lauer's story from that moment on, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing I saw in this episode today that made me realize that I'm glad I'm not in Hollywood like that. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is is uh, like uh, the network game of it mm-hmm. is some dirty stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you guys have been in TV more. You've been in a lot of TV. You've done some episodes. Uh, <laughs> what do you like or dislike about being in the industry at that level um, to be on a TV show? Because you've had more experience than both of us. I know Double has actually done, it was two seasons or three? Four. Four? <laughs> and I'm going back for my fifth. Four seasons. You did, like, how many like technically? Because I know you guys shot, like, two I, a year. I did six, like, yeah, for the last couple seas- years, we were doing, like, two seasons a year. So I, I did six years, eight seasons. Yeah. Eight seasons. So, what is that like? Like, what would the average person who's not a part of that uh, world be surprised about? Um, I mean, which aspect are you talking about? Um, just like being a talent in the Hollywood industry. Is it as good as it looks? Because the morning show thing makes it look like like Jennifer Aniston, who's the main character in Secret. It looks like they didn't even enjoy their life. Like they're filthy rich and they're. Oh, it's a show about like a network. TV it's a show, show. about 
Yeah, about okay. like like if the today the the today mm-hmm. show was my tongue is heavier than usual. Yeah. Uh, it's a drama about the Me Too movement, basically, okay. but uh. it, it has a lot of inner workings of the industry, the like nasty part of Hollywood networks, gotcha. executives and stuff like that. Well, okay, so here's here's my thoughts on this, okay. all right? Because a lot of people will move to LA mm-hmm. uh, to pursue the dream. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will leave hurt. And yeah. broken, and they LA and, don't care about you. And they want to talk about you know how fake LA everyone is out here, and how like everyone just wants to use you and blah blah blah. But here's the thing about it is I feel like if you come out here, well, then what are you here for? Mm-hmm. You know, are you here to make long lasting bestest friends? Like that's not what you come to LA mm-hmm. for. That's not what you move to Hollywood for. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people like first of all, there's a difference between LA and Hollywood. You know what I'm yes. saying? Hollywood is the Right, because yes. I grew up in LA. You know, I said so all my friends who are also from LA, we are thorough out here. You right. know, <laughs> and like, but when you go to Hollywood, I don't even, I don't even think calling it fake is necessarily true because you're in that world for a reason. Right. When you're going to these networking events and you are trying to network, it's not because you're trying to like find somebody to actually confide in and have like as yeah. a friend forever you are out here to get work and these mm-hmm. people are looking at you as potential work as well yep. we're all here to help each other out yep. so it's like once you stop looking at it like oh these people are using me mm-hmm. and realizing that like okay of course we can all help each other out of course someone's not gonna wanna help you if you can't help them that's pointless you know what I'm yes. saying are, are, are you coming here just to give favors to people no right. so it's like it's all a part of the business that you're trying to be a part of you know and yes. I feel like once people understand that and stop letting it hurt their feelings right it's not as like cutthroat as they want you to think it is because mm. i'm in it right? right i'm in it i keep my friends my friends and then i have i, I and then i have like the people that i have uh, like a lot of acquaintances in the business that i'm cool with that i yep. work with that i might drink with and then i have and i also have like i, I feel like now i have like a mid mid tier you feel mm-hmm. me where it's like y'all i with y'all we go eat we go drink whatever yeah. I would hang out with you on a personal level right. are you like my day one status right, no right. do I only look at you as people I network with no right, right in the middle right, right I'll the take middle. the middle mid tier mid homies mid tier homies and I think that's important to understand what your relationships are and what people want from it and that is what's gonna keep you from like being like oh my god no I have no one out here in Hollywood you know what I'm saying I think that's one thing that having a family like an actual family has helped me with because my kids they don't care they don't care what I do I could work at Target and I don't mean that negatively like they would be like oh this is great you got got a red shirt you got a red shirt love red (laughs) my wife another person like I feel like a lot of people have no no grounding mm-hmm. in LA. It's just all it's all the second tiers. Mm-hmm. You you have your 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 actual parents, you know, and you have your friends that mm-hmm. you know before if, if Tim just fell off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. you have Rick, you know, mm-hmm. Chia, your parents like, bro, you still people that'd be cool with you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you get around only people that will use you. Mm-hmm. That if your show got canceled and you you can no longer help them, right. they're they're out. And that's my fear of, of I never want to get to that point. Like me and Doughboy, mm-hmm. I feel like and Josh too and and Greg, like I, I feel luckier than most because we have a lot of people who, you know, me, we had nothing. When I met Josh, it was just, he was an intern and I was at ADD like, bro, just surviving off YouTube money right before that. Mm-hmm. Doe is another friend. If I fell off the face of the earth, he'd be like, ain't hey, care, sucks for you, but I'm your boy. You want to go to the game? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like he was only my friend for, 
for what I can do for him, mm-hmm. then I feel like that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. People got to keep it a thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You come into L.A. to try to make it big. These people who are big, they ain't there because they were nice, great people and mm-hmm. stuff. They're there because they had creative ideas. And you got to be cutthroat or people will be cutthroat to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you want, man, I got beaten so many contracts. Right. Because I just uh. thought people were trying to be my friends. Mm. I signed some contracts early here. Tim, I didn't, no notes, no red line. Mm. I just was so happy. You sent me paper to sign. I was signed. I think we all, we've all been there. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I looked at it, I was like, right. you don't love me at all. <laughs> you just no. going to take advantage of my stupidity? You know what I've learned about the industry and being in a, in a couple of years is just that it's it's a very, it looks like a very big community and it's actually really one of the smallest. Mm. Like everybody knows mm-hmm. everybody. So it's just really, really important. Like your reputation out here, like that was one of the main reasons like when I was like, I'm going to stop drinking just because that was starting to be associated with my reputation. Like, oh, he's the guy that yeah. drinks. Oh, Drunk McGee it. over here. <laughs> so, but what I've also noticed is that in this game, it's really just a bunch of people all helping out their people. And I didn't know yeah. that before I got into it. It's like, when you go to like these movies, like the the, the the writers are putting on their their director friends, the directors are putting on their catering friends. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a situation, like if you can get locked in with a good circle of people, it will. That's why I always say people, uh, Hollywood has a racism problem, right. but it's equal or on the same level is a nepotism problem. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. the people in power, they put their friends on, and if your friends are not black, they're not necessarily excluding you on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just that you look out for the people you can look out exactly. for first. Mm-hmm. Like right. AFI, this is where I first learned this. AFI, I don't know if you're familiar, um, American Film Institute. Okay. All these producers, when I first got in the business, they all went there. And they, <clears throat> when you get out, you get this group of producers, you know, cinematographers, production design, all that. So when they get jobs, they look out for AFI people first. Mm. Black, white, indifferent, gay, AFI. straight. Like if you, it's like the mafia. Like right. I used to say, you can't spell mafia without AFI. <laughs> um, but they would look out for their people first, and it's just that a lot of times there wasn't enough black people going AFI. But mm. the few who went there, they looked okay. out for other black people. You know what I'm saying? So I hit my same people. Like you got a sound guy, and it's whoever you say is the person mm. is the person. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I just said some stuff. That's why. <laughs> you just put it all out. You know how to put it. Like, is that blah, blah. As I was talking, I was like, "You're running out of real estate here. <laughs> the runway is in there. Your plate is just there. Ain't no lift up." But look, that's why. That's what, like, to your point, that's why. I mean, I said it on on the the, on the Ask a YouTuber video. Yeah. Like, I'm not that funny. Right. I'm just nice. <laughs> People like working with me. That's that's. I'm telling you, can get so boy far always just being said a that. good dude. Like, they never underestimate the power of just being a cool dude. Yeah. I told this That'd story a million places. times, and I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> Doughboy survived three or four layoffs <laughs> where I had to watch his name go from the cut pile to the stay pile because people didn't want to stop laughing. Right. They'd have him, they always start him off with a fire. And then they'd be like, they get to his name, they'd be like, I mean, come on. Come on. And they'd literally be like, die. There'd be no explanation, financially or otherwise. They're just like, I mean, you can't. And somebody would take his name from that thing and back. And then they would make a reason for him to stay. Yeah. And there's people who were super talented that you just couldn't get. I had to let people go just because they were. They couldn't get along with anyone. I've literally seen. I've literally seen people get taken off a project. They didn't even know that they were put on because people didn't like. I've heard oh, them be yeah. like, "Hey, let's use this guy." They'd be like, "Oh, I'm not going to be on set with that guy for two weeks. Yeah. Forget about it." So your reputation. You don't even know can, your name's getting thrown up and <laughs> and discounted, right? Like you know, because and Tim also, I said this on Aska. You never charge what you could charge. <laughs> no, let me say, and I, I want to. That's also I, I really add helpful. To that. They're like Tim, five thousand dollars a day. You're like, wait, ADD was paying. That's it. What is it? It is paying guests. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Let me tell you about Tim, and I always say this. I always give him these props, man. Tim and Ricky Shucks actually are like the coolest 
dudes in Hollywood because they're really on a high level, but they never act like Hollywood or funny. I remember when I met Tim and we met at the uh, at the audition for Wild and Out. This was mm-hmm. back in 2013 or whatever. I had never heard of him and we both auditioned around the same time, but he was just super cool, super humble. I remember meeting other people and they would just drop their credits like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. Mm-hmm. Remember when I met Tim, he was just like, hey man, I'm Tim, like that, da, da, da. We swapped information. So then once we made it to the second round, I remember looking him up and being like, this dude is the man <laughs> on YouTube. Like, he has so much accomplishment, but he's always so humble and he always like, he's never like hit me with none of that Hollywood stuff that a lot of these people do. So I just wanted to give you your props for well, being one of the coolest people. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate here. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I want you to talk about this real quick uh, before we wrap up. Before we started shooting, you were telling us how Wayne Brady almost. <laughs> Tell that story. Wedding. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us again, because we had to cut it short so we could start this. But run okay. it back from the very top. Okay, okay. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Well, first of all, I got married a year ago. And you right? did not invite Doughboy, but like, I'm okay I, not, about I didn't it. invite none of y'all. <laughs> my I, I saw the pictures. I was just like, I didn't expect to be invited. But it was a nice looking wedding. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really expensive, cool. and it was really fun. Yeah, did you pay yeah. for it yourself? I did. I did. Well, yeah. your parents ain't throwing cheese, mom and dad ain't cheese. They ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the money. And, and I love, you guys have the classic wedding pictures, the stepbrothers joint, the, the uh, pictures, yes, 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 some yes. of the best wedding Yeah, we took those for the wedding, yes. yeah. Uh, so, uh, originally I had hit uh, Nick Cannon to mm. officiate my wedding. If you don't know what the officiant is, the person says, uh, do you take this person to be the, you know, blah, 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 mm. you may kiss the bride, blah, 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 right? And it's actually not really hard to become uh, an official officiant. Right. Uh, so, I, I was on set for a while now, I think maybe like some years ago, and I was like, hey, Nick, what if you officiate my wedding? He was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, cool, <laughs> cool. So then it was it was coming down. You know, we're scheduling everything. My my wedding planner was like, okay, so uh, what's up? What's up? Blah blah blah. Um, I'm like, I'm um I'm texting Nick's like assistant. I'm like, uh, and, and I was getting no like feedback in terms of like, are you like officially official for this? You know. So I was like, ah, all right, he's too busy. Whatever. So, one day I was I was leaving New York, right? Uh, I forgot what I was shooting out there. I was shooting something in New York, and I had just upgraded my my flight to first class that morning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I was going through security, and I saw Wayne Brady, and I was like, Oh my God, it's Wayne Brady! It's early. I'm not about to bother him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm gonna let him do his thing, whatever. So, uh, he, I think he went through security first. I went right afterwards, and then he was like, Hey man, just so you know, uh, you're really funny, and I was like. Man, Wayne yeah. came up to you. Crazy. I was like, Wait, Brent. Wow. I was like, Hey, man, I love the, I love who's on his anyway. You're I just crying now. No, I wasn't crying. <laughs> but I was, I was like, Oh my god, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Blah blah blah. I was like, All right, well, hey, have a good flight, right? Yeah. I sat down in my seat first, and in my head, I'm like. He about to be sitting next to me. <laughs> Wayne Brady is about to sit next to me. Sure enough, he comes in, sit next to me. So like we dab it up, we're just kind of talking, talking about YouTube stuff, talking about who's lying, talking about everything, right? And then we exchange contacts. Yeah, let's work, blah, 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 cool. So um, uh, texted him just to touch base. And then after I felt the Nick Cannon thing fell through, um, I was like, so Nick, so when you say Nick Cannon fell through, so you just got to the point where like I can't wait any longer. Yeah, I was like, I need okay. to get this plan in right. order. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me let me see what's up. So I texted Wayne Brady. I was like, hey man, my wedding is on this day. What would you think about officiating my wedding? And he was like, oh, I'd love to. That's a strong opening text. Nice to meet you, Wayne. Officiate my wedding. Side eyes. There was some other conversation before. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So um. So he was like, "Yeah, I'd love to. Cool." So we, we, it was, it was, he was down, down. Like um, as we were getting closer to the wedding, 
he was talking to my wedding planner, all that. You know what I'm saying? We had the dates locked. He was like, can I bring my daughter? She'd love to come. I was like, of course. Um, can you imagine being like, oh, Wayne, just, hey, there's no plus one. It's kind of a tight thing. Just, I had to pay for the plates. The, yeah, the plates are expensive. We, we, we got filet mignon. Uh, but yeah, I was like, cool. So, um, and then literally like a week, and I, then it was getting a little shaky, you know what I'm saying? And then literally like a week and a half before, he told me that his assistant had messed up some dates. His assistant mm. that he also had to fire because mm. she was just like whack you right, know what I'm saying right. so he's like you know what man I thought I was free that day but I have to shoot a commercial that day I can't move it I'm sorry I was like ah so but the, the two weeks leading up to that I had been uh, telling my boy David so because we were shooting Send Foods a lot I was like hey yeah. man hey hey get ready bro get some words together because you might have to step in and do this for me you know and he came in he killed it and it was great it, it was, was beautiful, beautiful man yeah, yeah, yeah. and let me just ask you this this is very I'm pretty sure everybody wants to know how far down that list was my name was you would have called <laughs> Doughboy like no Yep. <laughs> well, here's here's what people don't realize. Here's what people don't realize, right? If you have a wedding of two hundred, uh, you know what I'm saying, it gets cut in half. You got one hundred because you got your girl's family, you got your family, so that's yep. one hundred. From that one hundred, everybody wants a plus one. So mm. then it's fifty. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then from that fifty, now I also have like cousins, aunties, uh. uncles. So really, it's only a, it's really only a group of like twenty homies. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Now you feel better, though? Yeah, I do. It's <laughs> like you got family members. And there's a play, there's a, a dollar sign attached to every name right. on that list. It's not like weddings are free. So then if people don't come, you still have to pay for their food? Yes, yeah. bro. Also, now I totally understand it. Yeah, I mean, I, you could take three, four plates back. You know what I'm saying? People miss and up. I didn't know this until I had to do my wedding. I didn't know that you couldn't just like, because I had a homegirl invite me to a wedding, and I was like, all right, cool. Got the date. Let me just show up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But oh, I didn't you know. RSVP? Yeah, you got an RSVP, so they know how many numbers. Oh, wow. and Did you not get in? No, I, I got in because I told, she was like, hey, what's up? You going to RSVP or what? I was like, oh, sh- oh, oh, that's how it works. You're about to be Amanda Sealed. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tim who? He can't come in. I am Tim Taylor Ghetto. <laughs> Last thing before we wrap up, I want to put this out in the atmosphere. So th- I got to put you on the spot, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't want to even ask you on ca- off camera because I want your honest response. Mm. I love your show, Sin Foods. Thank you. I think it's great. I love food and I love to watch it. When can Ra- Righteous and Ratchet pull up to Sin Foods, man? We want to be a part, man. Well, here's the thing about Sin Foods. It's only me and David. We've never had a guest ever. Really? Never had a guest. That's why you need a first guest, man. Bring but you know, we, you, know, you, know, you know what we can do? What? We can do a mukbang. What's a mukbang? Mukbang. You not familiar with that? Mm-mm. Mukbang. Doughboy don't be on YouTube like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> you just watch battle raps. <laughs> so a mukbang uh-huh. is a, is a, a internet craze. Right? Okay. A lot of people do these videos. Literally translated, it means eat show. It's a Korean word meaning eat show. Okay. So people will literally just eat, talk to the camera for like a 45 minutes to an hour, Ooh. and they get... Crazy views. You you had eat talking. You had us at eat talking to the camera. We're there. That was a smooth <laughs> curve, by the way. Did you send foes? Uh, no. <laughs> That's the first thing. That's this is why you're in the business. Because right. nobody forgot you told him no that quickly. All he wanted to do is say, "Can I do something with you?" Not that. Oh, and Kev was supposed to be on um, one of the first episodes of my new food show I'm doing actually because uh, uh, but then you couldn't. We had the schedule. I, I had the schedule up. messed yeah. up. It came down to my son or Tim. <laughs> my schedule was open that day too, just in case you want to hit me on. That I got you. I got you. I got you. I was looking at it. It says that day you were open. So I got you. Bluechew.com, y'all. Bluechew.com. I want to just say something before we let you go. I want to be back on that show whenever you get to shooting. Mm-hmm. One thing I really admire about you. Too at late. This, this, <laughs> this stage in your career, thir- thir- 13 years, 12, 13 years? 13 years on YouTube, yep. Okay. You completely shifted. 
From yeah. sketches, you used to have the uh, your um, Tim's Closet channel. I can't think of the name. Tim's of Bakery, yeah. Tim's Bakery, and then you paid for Sin Foods out of your own pocket yeah. for like a year, yeah. and it got picked up. What in your mind said, look, man, I got to put my money where my mouth is. I'll create this show mm. and then pitch it. At your big age career-wise, <laughs> you could have easily pitched that right. to somebody, and you were like, nah, I'm going to make it. Here's the thing, man. I, a lot of the times, um, because I've been in the industry for so long, mm-hmm. um, you just get sick of relying on other people. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? And uh, mm-hmm. you can Don't like, mind. and I've, I've built that kind of I mean that's the reason why I got on YouTube originally in the first place because I, I was sick of going on auditions and, and and you know back then there was no parts for Asian guys you know we mm. just started getting cool in, you got, in, in Hollywood you got the Asian movie with the, the oh, dude oh I'm so hyped for the, that the, movie, I'm, the, I'm, the Christmas movie I'm going to watch that just to watch Khaleesi hook up with an Asian dude right. show support you know what I'm saying <laughs> and so I feel like um, you know, after after you know doing movies with the homies and submitting mm-hmm. them to different whatever and, and nothing happening, you just you kind of get sick of waiting around for Hollywood, and, right. and that's always been my mind state. You know, mm. I need to make this happen for myself. Yep. So um, when I and I think that's just the wave. It's like it's best. I, I think the industry, especially, is is kind of um, getting a little lazier in terms of taking an idea and wanting to shoot it. Now mm. you kind of almost have to shoot a whole thing and, and be like, it. this yeah. is what it is. It's already working. Do you want to pay to put it somewhere? Right. You feel yeah. me? Mm. Especially with all these different apps that want to pick up different shows. So I was like, I have an idea. Let me just do it and hope that it gets picked up. You know. So how long were you going to do it if it didn't get picked up? I don't know. Well, that's the thing about it too is, um, you know, I was probably breaking even doing send foods mm-hmm. you know every I would do like and that's the thing I was doing an episode like once a month it wasn't yep. even like a super consistent show mm-hmm. and um, cause you know you gotta pay for the crew yep. you gotta, I, right. had, I paid for all the food and um, we we're only shooting in LA and San Diego cause I couldn't afford to like travel with everybody mm-hmm. um, and I mean I was gonna keep doing it as long as I could maybe secure some outside bags, some brand deal bags here right. and there, so it would make sense for me to come out of my pocket, you know? And luckily for me, uh, when Thrillist was looking for new content, um, one of my boys that used to work at Maker, who really like effed with my content, was at Thrillist, and he was like, hey man, I love it. Relationships. Thrillist is mm-hmm. looking for new content, you know I love what you do, how would you feel about blah blah yep. blah, we might have to cut some of the cuss words, but I was like, yo man, Show me the bag. Money, <laughs> cuss word. I don't cuss. Hello, this is Timothy Chatterongsu. Uh, today we're eating rice. <laughs> Gee willikers. <laughs> I wanted to ask you something else before we let you go. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> what was it? Oh, Wildin' Out. Yeah. Right? You did six years of your life mm-hmm. and eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it fell apart. Right, I remember we, me and Doe ran into you right before that happened. You were like, you know what? Nah, I think I might be done with this. We were like, man, is you crazy? The numbers <laughs> ran into the people, and you were just like, nah, I'm cool. So you ended up stop stopping doing that. What well, they, was? Go ahead. What's the question? I don't know. <laughs> I, I what was, go ahead. Yeah, man. no, no, I don't know. You right? Just talk. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> just talk about the breakup. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so yes, when you guys talk about the let's breakup. talk about the breakup, man. <laughs> let's talk about the breakup because then you can put that in the title. Yo, I, I literally just had yeah. Drake gets booed and White Tim. Did you get? Literally did had you? the like we should put a slash there. White Tim, Tim left. Yeah. Oh, Tim break up with Wildin' Out. Oh. SEO baby, <laughs> this guy gets his. Oh, look, I, I put I put Wildin' Out in a lot of titles. Oh still. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, 
so I when y'all when we had that conversation, mm -hmm. I was definitely kind of like I was over it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was in the group chat with the Wild and Out homies for like the past maybe like three seasons before I left. I was like, all right, y'all, this is my last one. This is my last one. I feel like you know I'm I'm over it. I think I'm good. I think right. I'm good. And then um. I loved shooting in New York too. That's yep, the thing yep. about it too. Mm -hmm. And so when we did another se when we did a season in Atlanta, I was like, I mean, Atlanta's fun, but I was like, I, maybe this is my last one, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of feeling over it. But then someone said we might be doing it in like Miami or LA. So I was like, all right, I'll do one more season in yep. my head. I was yep. like, I'll do one more, and then I'm off it, right? <laughs> and then I was in Vancouver with Chia chilling, and uh, Niall uh, texted me. He was like, Hey yo, when you got time to talk? And I was like. Yeah, I know what that means. Everybody knows what that means. I know what that means. If you means. get that text from Kyle, yeah. you know it's... Bring your playbook. So I texted him. I texted him. I was like, yeah, man, we could talk tomorrow, but if this is what I think it is, you owe me a steak dinner, <laughs> and I'm ordering some expensive <laughs> He was like, LOL, got you. Called me the next day, and he was like, hey, man, well, you already know, you know, like, uh, you know, we're just probably just going a different direction. And I was like, no, actually, when he called me immediately, I was like, I'm gonna get the ribeye medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a lobster too. Oh, um, but I, you know, I knew what it was, and you know, for me, more than anything, like like I said, I was already kind of. I think they might have also maybe they felt that I was a little tuned out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like it was fun. It's always yeah. fun. Yeah. But I just for me. And you know, uh, you know, and like yes, it was it was ultimately their call. But I still feel like it was a mutual breakup. Right. I, I tell it to people like this. I feel like it was that girl that you've been wanting to dump for a while, but you're like, ah, she's nice. Uh, yeah. She hasn't That's really. No boy stayed at ADD for so long. <laughs> right, it's like, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to break her heart. Right. And then one day she's like, maybe we should break. And you're like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not even going to fight you on this. Right. So I feel like that's what happened. And, you know, more than anything, like, I kind of feel like I did my part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was the token Asian repping for my peoples. Mm. I, I clapped back hard at any Asian jokes. Mm. And I almost feel like even people were running out of things to say to me. You mm. know what I'm saying? Dude, so, we just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. You just reminded me of a completely different thing because you talked about rapping. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, Tim used to rap. Are you still and in he's rap? fire. His name used to be Trapping. Trapping. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. bars. Yes. I was trying to get him we have another. Years. We have a one gotta go. We're just gonna do it. Oh, You're here yeah. now. And I, okay, so here's the one gotta go. Okay, <laughs> rap one groups. rap group. Oh, has to go. Mm -hmm. Do you know how the game works? Yes, I do. Okay, one rap group gotta go. Outcast, mm. Bone Thugs and Harmony, <sighs> Wu Tang, mm. or NWA. And we're gonna let you kick it off. <sighs> Start with who stays. Who stays first? So you say who stays, and then we'll go down one. the okay. list. Who stays for me right off the dot? Right off the bat is uh, is Outcast mm. uh, because. Uh, Outcast really kind of like I just liked really obscure rappers growing mm -hmm. up. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I was a big Outcast, Busta Rhymes, like yeah. Wyclef. People that was making weird music. You know mm -hmm. that was my thing. I feel and Andre 3000 is like you know top three lyricists for me. Mm -hmm. So Outcast is staying for me. Okay, I'm gonna take. I'm, is that your first one? Yes. Okay, Outcast stays for me too. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in North Carolina when Outcast started popping. Mm -hmm. Southern playing list of Cadillac music. Mm -hmm. Me and you, your mom and mm -hmm. your cousins too. Mm -hmm. Like at that time, they were doing that in the high school bands. They would always do the. Mm -hmm. They would do all the Outcast mm -hmm. music. So it was like 
it made the music so much better for me. And I remember when Andre was at the Source Awards and he was and they were booing him. Remember that? South and he was like, South got something to say and he was not playing. I was just like, and I was living in North Carolina at the time. I was like, yeah, man. We the South. <laughs> yeah, nothing to say. I, I know, but I was like, I'm out here. They it was got all, something to say and we're all from here. East Coast, West Coast beat before that. Yeah. But once they did that, I was like, yes, man. And just, Big Boy was so cool. And mm-hmm. this was before Andre was like flamboyant. Yeah. They still were both kind of tough at the time. So Outkast is just quintessential great rap group. First off the board for me would have to be NWA just because you got Dre, you got Ice Cube. I, a lot of people don't know. Like I named myself, started rapping people after know. Doughboy. Oh, yeah. He, Ice you, Cube. He says it any <laughs> so, A lot of people don't know. The thing I said 700 times, it's still the thing so, I say. NWA, they just got so much lineage in the game. So that's what I would say. And then I'll just go ahead and say my second one off the board. I say Outkast. Um, even though I do feel like Future is better than Big Boy, um, I do what? like Outkast. He said Future is. I thought you were gonna just let it go by, but he couldn't. Future is better he than said Big Boy. Like, a better rapper than Big Boy, in my opinion. But I love Big Boy. Shout out to Big Boy. I've met him before. That's, that's for a different day. Well, it's different day. <laughs> it's a whole so, other conversation. But Outkast is fire. They come with some classics. Southern California, Southern Playlistic might be one of my favorite albums in the world. So. Outcast Speaker box Love Below is also one of my favorite albums. But. Love Below especially. Um, uh, I, I will not disagree with you on NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, I'm a Cali boy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, um, and like, I feel like that was. So like when I was first really getting into rap and, and hip hop, it was like I remember second grade, like the homies singing like Onyx. Yep. And like that was like really like when gangster rap was really mm-hmm. kinda the hitting like Fragile Star was perfect for gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Oh my he god. He couldn't do nothing acting wise, he couldn't do anything but be that character. Right, oh, yeah. right, right. He was always like yeah, so scary. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are you ever happy, sir? Yeah. You ever eat ice cream? Like, no, no. I'm licking like, yeah, yeah. delicious. So right. I'm making that face. <laughs> so yeah, you got you gotta have NWA, Doctor okay. Dre, Ice Cube. Oh, come on. Oh yeah, come on, come on, come yeah. on. Okay. Okay. So that's your second is NWA. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My second is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. At that time of my life in the South, we listened to so much. I remember the first Bone song I heard. We're not against rap. We're not, We're not against, against rappers, rappers. but we, we are, are against, against those thugs. Thugs, yes. thugs. Right. thugs. Like I remember at the time, we did. We, there was a rumor that Bone sold their souls to the devil, oh, yeah. and they were gonna die in 1999. They oh, remember it was Bone had some like dark ominous tone. Yeah. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie, mm-hmm. and then Crossroads. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, one of my top five music videos. When we oh, did that, to Uncle the, Charles, black, to Uncle I was Charles. like, it Uncle was Charles. scary for real though. Yeah. yeah. At the first time, I was like, oh, this yeah. is like. It made me miss my Uncle Charles. I ain't even having. <laughs> so, well, uh, I did have an Uncle Charles. You did? Well, they called him. Well, it was Chuck. Him? His name was Chuck. I do miss him. <laughs> Chuck don't have the same ring. I miss right. my Uncle Chuck. Y'all. Whatever happened to Tasha that was singing on the Thuggish Records Ball? She was killing him. Tasha. <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, and they also house. repped Cleveland. Yeah. They were the first people I could ever remember who was like, well, we from Cleveland. Uh. And that's that on that. Yeah. So Bone is second for me to stay. Okay, so now, now we got to let one go. So, now, so for me, it's. NWA and oh. Wu Tang. For Tim, it's Wu Tang and Bone. And Actually, for both of y'all, okay. Wu Tang and Bone. All right, so I guess I'll go first. Um, I'll say what I like about both of them. Wu Tang, they have a lot of different personalities. I didn't like all of them at the beginning. Um, Old Dirty Bastard used to be my favorite, but then as I started, like I got older, I started to listen to like some of Ghostface stuff, some of Raekwon stuff, the Purple Tape. I think he's super dope. Met the Man is definitely fire, and there's some other of them that I don't even know their names, like Capadonna or something. I don't know him, but Ghostface. Um, no, I like Ghostface. Ghostface, I like. Um, so yeah, and then with Bone, I love Bone. I love. 
They had like the. I think they brought the melodic Ham rap. Ham bones, neck bones. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. If you had a group, you'd be scone thugs in harmony. <laughs> <laughs> so, scone, 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 so, scone. I like scones them. Scones are delicious. The, the, only, the only knock I have them to, to them is that individually when they did music, it wasn't never good. But they're a group. We talking about I them know, as a okay, group. Okay, so if I had to, if one had to go between Bone and. Wu Tang, I think I get rid of Bone. Let me ask you something. I'd have to let go of Bone. When you guys play this game, does getting rid of one group get rid of all the individuals? All their yes, work. All Everything of it. associated Everything they've ever done. with While you think about your answers, I know that need to buy you some more time. I'm going to tell you my <laughs> thoughts. Okay. Uh, NWA, great. Love it. If you, I, Kevin, I'll oh, fight you. Oh, Ice Cube. If Dr. Dre, are you the getting other rid of, guy. Does that get? A, are you getting rid of Dr. Dre's production get, as well? Because you would be getting rid of Eminem all and Fifty Cent too. One, you know that one got to go in all their work. Okay. Okay. Enter the Wu. Thirty six chambers. Wu Tang love the children. You got Method Man, Red Man, RZA. Kevin, I know you are not Ghost about to face ODB. I mean, shall I continue? You know, Raekwon. You know, Dre brought you Snoop. By the way, Ghostface Killer. He tweeted Zay Zay's video when he was first going viral. Oh, my God. And he was, I love this little kid. <laughs> Just going to be honest with you guys, West Coast gangster rap didn't make it all the way to North Carolina. When I was falling in love with rap music, West Coast was very far away. Okay, The East Coast was right up there. New York is the birthplace of hip-hop music. I'm sorry, Ice Cube. No, you are not. I am. So, you're not, so you, then you don't get Friday. <laughs> I live. What? It's your favorite movie in the world. It's not. Coming to America, my what, favorite movie. He gets how high? I get high. <laughs> and I you're going to get Dr. rid of Dr. Dre. I'll live. So you're not going to get Snoop. Wow. I'll, I, I know the way the game works. <laughs> I'm okay. I feel like Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang? birthed so much more for me. I was never really listening this, to watch NWA. This, watch this, watch this. Name me four Wu-Tang songs. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shaolin Power Universal The Realist He said Rush Hour I can't name you any NWA songs uh, Except after Police um, I wasn't listening to and Memorizing the songs uh, I so just you, named you all the members You get rid of, new, uh, of Bro NWA. ODB's feature on Mariah you know Carey all the mem- Name me all the members I just named you like nine I don't know all of them I named like nine I think though. it's like RZA Jizza, Method Man ODB uh, Ghostface, Redman. No, Redman. Redman is not in the Wu Tang Clan. You he was over there with them. No, he though. was not. Never. Red, Red, Red. 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 No, he wasn't part of the Wu Tang. He was over there. He was Wu Tang adjacent. No, he was not. He was adjacent. Him and Meth, Meth and Red was like a thing. Serial girl. I know, but he's not one of the members. <laughs> Bro, he's he he went and to satellite Campus. Was it the Capadonna? Inspect the you got and you got you got Inspect the Get all nine of them. I don't know. All right, so who you getting rid of, man? Rizzo's in Snowfall. I can't believe you. He taught frankly how to make the crap. <laughs> I did a John Dirty video with Rizzo. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, snap. He, he teaches us how to Tim rap. Ghetto has fat. Tim Delegato did a song with the Migos. The Migos. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you tube me this. <laughs> really? Side yes. tangent, all right. So Nick, okay, so Nick F's with me as a rapper as well as a comedian. So before you click on that, <laughs> let me give you some background. Nick hit me up one day, he was like, I'm gonna put you on a track. For, at first, it was supposed to be me, him, future, future on the hook, mm-hmm. and it was gonna be um and and um ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, it's a song about pajama pants. I was like, all right, 
I will take it. If that's what you're putting down, I will pick it up. Surprising, but okay. Sure. But it was all about, I love to see how your booty shakes in the pajama pants. Right? Right. I was like, okay, okay, I can roll with that. So then it changed from ASAP Rocky to being Big Boy from Outcast. I was like, extra lit. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. And then this was, mind you, this is this way back. So mm-hmm. not way, way back, but way back enough. Mm-hmm. So he was like, never mind, it's not going to be Big Boy anymore. It's going to be the Migos. And I was like, oh, Versace, Versace, guys? <laughs> cool. This is before. <laughs> yeah. Bad and bougie. Yeah. Versace days. I was like, lit. Let's do it. So <laughs> I went in the studio. He, I was like, and I like to take the beat home and write to mm-hmm. it, but he was like, ah, I kind of want you to knock it out now. So I knocked it out in like an hour. Hardest verse about booties in pajama pants you will ever hear, all right? <laughs> Just sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Jiggles to the right. But, it's kind of loose. But <laughs> thermals. As, as, a, <laughs> as a result, uh, I have a song with Migos and mm-hmm. Future and Nick Cannon yes. called Pajama Pants. And there's, wow. the, there's the music video right we'll there. We'll watch this after. I want to hear your your final thing. I did not know that. Yes. Okay, so All who right. are you getting rid of? Right. Bone or, or... This this hurts me. This hurts me. Or Wu-Tang. Because I love Bone Thugs in Harmony. Mm-hmm. I love the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and to be honest, I feel like if I was... If you were going to ask me what album, like greatest... Would I, what album would I put on right now? It'd probably be a, a Bone Thugs album over a Wu-Tang mm-hmm. album, all right? But... but <laughs> if we're gonna break it down into catalogs, mm-hmm. um, and mind you, Crazy Bone has a, this dope out. The, the the Mo Thug family has this amazing song called Ghetto Cowboy, which I love, where yeah. it's like a western. But if we're gonna say uh, Method Man's whole catalog, mm-hmm. I love Ghostface Killer, mm-hmm. um, ODB, and then the Method Red albums, mm-hmm. I love as well. He did that part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> But meth and red, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, and you know ODB of of course. I might have to get rid of both. Hey, high five with me. We're on the same page. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you're bone thugs in hominy. No, don't that's give him grits. That. Don't give him that. You don't oh, know what hominy is. No, hominy is grits. Side note: Another fun is, fact: Is hominy the same as grits? Yeah, it's like the same family. Side it's note: It's the red man of the grits. This is the last, the last side <laughs> note. Another side note: Fun fact: Tim and I had a a, a a rap song with Nick Cannon and Styles P. Yeah. What was that called? It didn't make it nowhere. You ain't gonna find it nowhere. <laughs> just, but we it did was, it though. It was supposed to be a part of this whole <laughs> compilation wilding out thing. They never, <laughs> it was fire though. It was fire. <laughs> he made the video with those guys. I just sent yeah. in my vocals. They were like, the Doughboy vocals are in. They just scrapped the song. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this has been a fun episode. Oh, been guys. great. We try to let Tim talk, but he's our yes. boy. Y'all just be, be kind to us in the comments. Tim no, Delegato, tell good. the people what you're working on, where they can find you if they are, if yes. they are new to you and okay. they just fall in love with you today. Well, yeah, of course you can go to my channel, youtube.com slash Timothy, uh, for all types of fun content, mainly my my podcast, No Chaser Podcast. I was on it. And I was on it. Both of y'all were on Shout out to Nikki Blades. It yeah, was shout great. out to yes. Nikki Blades. And um, so that's a great podcast. And also, uh, you know, I have a food show that's really fun called Send Foods that I do on, uh, just look up Send Foods mm-hmm. with a Z. Um, uh, Basic to Bougie is a food mm-hmm. show I do on MTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you keep the weight off with all these food shows? You do be eating a lot. Man, let me tell you, it's such a struggle, bro. Now that I am eating so much for content, when I'm in between shoots, I'm like, she is cooking me like healthy. And that marriage food be hitting different. Yeah. Because you was living on Postmates and Uber Eats for I years. I really, really now was. Now you got somebody, you hungry? Hey, who's going to say Bro, no to that? The first time yeah. I came home after a long shoot, I was ready to Postmates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, babe, what you want to order from Postmates? She was like, no, nah, I made you something healthy. I was like, oh, this is marriage? <laughs> we didn't even talk about your marriage. Oh, man. Let's I'm married. <laughs> let's talk about you. How is it? You've been married for a year now? A year now. How is it? You, 
to be completely honest. Mm. Tell us the worst parts of it. No, like. I was going to say it's lit. Is it? I love it. <laughs> really? It's great. Like, nice. I, like Look at 100%. that joy, man. It's right. really good. Remember that, I, I still have you it. Remember, remember that feeling, Ken? <laughs> I have it. I still got the joy. Because you guys dated for what? How many years? Remember you had those 82 days of pure joy and litmus? No, fun fact. I almost was married. This is how an indirect story with Tim ties in. I proposed to somebody in front of Tim oh, at a party. Oh, the drunk party. Yes. I Oh, man. oh, that one. I yes. was embarrassed yes. for you. Yes. I didn't know this story until I watched his episode of the No Chaser podcast. Right, so. Yeah. Click two, but, and I but, had secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, yeah so bad. basically, back in my drinking days, uh, shout out to a young lady. She was a wild and out girl named Brittany Duet. Uh-huh. Um, we went to her Super Bowl party, and, um, you know, I always thought she was dope before I started drinking, but, you know, six or seven Hennessy's in, yeah. I thought she's my wife. Right. So, <laughs> so I proposed to her, and everybody else was protecting me. <laughs> for myself like don't get off your knee don't chill <laughs> what does my good friend Tim do pulls out that vlog camera <laughs> don't ask the no, no here's what's funny Doe was like, was like embarrassing no. he was like no Brittany look we getting married I'm telling you you about to be my wife I'm telling you so I'm filming this cracking up I'm like come on Get down! No, Rick was like, "You got you're not even doing it right. Get down on one knee." <laughs> and so he gets down on one knee in her kitchen, and I'm like, "And Rick's like, no, no, I don't. I was just playing with it. I'm like, do it. <laughs> Use your life for content. <laughs> is, so, yes. is marriage everything you ever hoped for? Marriage is marriage is is. I mean, I never, I didn't even know what to expect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and like you said, we were dating for a long time, but we're long distance. Yeah. So it was like us moving together as a married couple was the first time we ever lived together ever. Dang. So in it today's was, day and age, that's surprising. It's right. uh, yeah, completely. So, um, but I, I always tell people the fact that I think that we were long distance for so long and 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 thrived in that helped mm-hmm. us um, into the transition of living together process yeah. because we both know that we need our own space. Yeah, you know I'm saying right. so, no one gets hurt if if someone's like, "Hey, I, I'm gonna be over here doing my thing." We should have you on the Love Hour to talk about long distance relationships. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> quick question and different cultures. Yeah, like she, you're not just like regular American. You have a your Thai culture, and then she's Eritrean. She's half Eritrean, half Salvadorian, and she's Canadian. So that's three whole things. Because you had two weddings, right? Yeah, traditional Thai wedding. We had a traditional Thai wedding and a traditional like you know wedding wedding. Yeah, man. And we were supposed to have a big Eritrean wedding too, but the immigration process. She was here for like a year, couldn't go back. And, mm. yeah. Settle one last. So you put her wedding off and make sure you got yours, huh? Because you're paying for it. I see it. That's right. <laughs> Chauvinist. Settle one last thing for us before we get out of here, because me and Kevin have been going back and forth on this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship now. Okay. And I plan on celebrating my three month anniversary. He okay. thinks that I am stupid <laughs> and I should only be celebrating stuff like a year, two years. Is it cool to celebrate the months? I I think it's fine to celebrate the months up until the year. Up until the okay, year. Okay, so then once you get to the year, then it's just the this year. This is our yeah. 17th month anniversary, <laughs> and I love you just like okay. the six. I feel like months are dumb once you're out of high school. In high school, months mean a lot because that seemed like so much time. But As I mean, adults, who, who, hey, baby, it's our eight months. You want to go to Sizzler? I, yeah, th- well, that's the thing. I think it's as, it's, as, it's as cute as a night at Sizzler. It doesn't yeah, need to be a big deal. Be like, yeah. It's like, hey, baby, guess what? We've been together six months. Let's go to Sizzler. It's cute. Doe's definitely planning something bigger than Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Absolutely. Me and Melissa it. shared months, but we were also 16 at the time. So shut up, man. <laughs> Thank you for pulling up. Uh, Tim, you're man. great. Always. Oh, of course, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> 
All right, man. This has been another installment. We'll check y'all next time. Except the Righteous and Ratchet people. We'll see you guys this week. Okay. By the way, the Righteous and Ratchet people in the comments, there's a whole hullabaloo going on there. There's people trying to marry people and stuff. I was looking out of the corner of my eye. What was y'all been doing in there? (laughs) Bluetooth.com. All right. So we're going to cut the live broadcast and start over again. We got Xavier Omar coming in in like 15 minutes, and we got to shoot something. So uh, y'all, if y'all ain't doing nothing with y'all lives. Wait, the live can go on for how long? I don't know. But we should end this one now, though. Why? Because, no, not the live. I'm talking about this episode. Oh, I thought you turned it off. No, I'm oh, so turn good. it off. Turn All it right. off. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>